Welcome to the Raymond Tamaklo podcast. You are about to listen to a message as preached by the senior pastor and founder of Love Springs International Church, Nairobi, Kenya. Reverend Raymond Tamaklo is a missionary to the nation of Kenya. He is an author and a church planter. Reverend Raymond Tamaklo has a passion of raising pastors and shepherds who delight in the work of God. He has dedicated fairly all his life to the ministry of our Lord Jesus Christ, doing exactly this. He believes in ensuring that the Word of God is preached to all because each and every soul is precious and important to God. This podcast will reignite your love for God and His work and will work out times of refreshing in your life. Now, get ready to be blessed as you listen to the soul-saving Word of God expertly handled by Reverend Raymond Tamaklo of the Love Springs International Church Headquarters, Nairobi. Be transformed as you listen. Lift your voice, begin to thank the Lord this morning for his faithfulness. He has shown you his faithfulness. Thank him. Lift your voice and thank him. Thank him. He is worthy. He is worthy. He is worthy. He is worthy. The Lord your God is worthy. We thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord. Holy Spirit, we adore you. We worship you. Is one brazim bredeste cari e dolomomomo. Yaduli me catarado sapari estalia da We thank you, Holy Spirit. Ilubre descapari e delemahandios. Rosa satamaranda rabaha. Imae male malata yokopoyabaha. Ilegre diriboscanda la mahandia. Makosuburi adili bakate sembala imbrodos kada ligri zibo laba digididiaba. We thank you, Holy Spirit. We thank you, dear Lord Jesus. We thank you, Father, for your faithfulness. We give you praise in Jesus' name. Amen. Father, we thank you. Visit us in this turning point like never before, in Jesus' name, amen. The Lord bless you. Please do have your seats. Amen. God bless you for please the effort to be in this month's turning point um, rarely do new months begin on the first so this turning point is prophetic So we're going to be prophetic in our prayers, prophetic in our utterances, 
Um, yeah, that's the time you wake up. <laughs> Everybody's alarm tells when they wake up. <laughs> Senior. <laughs> okay, the second awakening. Some, sometimes the third awakening. <laughs> By that time, it should be off. And then, time to hit the out of the house. <laughs> That's how you know that you, you don't operate by your abilities, you know. Alarms tell you that it is God. Yeah, it is God. <laughs> That's why the scripture that says, for in him we live and move and have our being. It's so true. Yeah. <laughs> I think one turning point I didn't show up this year. Well, there was a turning point I didn't show up and L.P. Berry was supposed to. <laughs> she was supposed to lead the turning point. In case you didn't know, I'm telling you. So, last month, she was supposed to lead a turning point. I'm telling you a secret. <laughs> so, the other pastors got here, and they're all confused. Are you the one leading? Are you the one? Are you the one? <laughs> and one pastor was com- conspicuously absent. So they placed a call. It was that call that woke up. <laughs> if, you th- if, you think, if you think it is your own strength. <laughs> hey, imagine you're supposed to be here. And they tell you, where are you? <laughs> you realize you were dead asleep. <laughs> <laughs> I was to go pick some visitors um, on Gog Road and you know around I, I was supposed to pick there was it 2am or 1 something around 1 something so I left here in fact that I should have just slept in the office and from here to Gongrog, I couldn't have asked. But because I had dogs, I had to go home. So, I, but I knew I was going to. I, I, I never get late. I never get late. So, I was set up. I even, I removed my boots, everything. It was just one hour to the time. I just so oh, let me just lie down. And then... <laughs> <laughs> you know, as I just wait to hit out, it was a call. Apostle, are you on your way? I think that day I jumped. Yes. I jumped from the bed. And I think when I jumped, I entered the boot straight. In less than five minutes, I swung open the gate. I drove like a mad person. 
because they were going to catch a flight. You know, yeah. From th- oh, the backside of Thika to Gong Road to the airport in one hour, 15 minutes. Yes. <laughs> hey, how I got, I think I, I, I would have even left the gate open. Yes, my neighbors will who is there? Who has entered? And I'll come back later. Ish. <laughs> anyway, sleep, that's why um, there is a saying that if you don't know death, look at sleep. Yeah. If you don't know death, just look at sleep. Yeah. And then you also get to a level of maturity where it's the Holy Spirit that wakes you up. Yeah. It's also another level. You... You do away with alarms. You now have an internal alarm system. You know, that wakes you up. It just happens automatically. Yes. (laughs) Sometimes I wake up way before my alarm. I'm awoken before my alarm. Don't say you are at that level. <laughs> yeah. That thing wakes you up. Yeah. <laughs> Those of you who are never awoken by the Holy Spirit, hmm, you have a problem. <laughs> problem. <laughs> you must get to a place where the Holy Spirit wakes you up. Get the point now. Yeah. <laughs> Amen. Anyway, the alarm just reminded me of all those. In fact, it reminded me of the pastor's story. (laughs) I don't know how the pastor got here. So me, I was in my house and I got a message. The pastor was reporting herself. In my head, I said, yeah, you people think what I do is a joke. <laughs> yes. When somebody is doing something with a lot of perfection, accuracy, sometimes when you're seated behind, you think, oh, it's, you know, it's normal. Uh, it's not normal until that day when you... <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when favor is singing, you know, and I intended to say this, favor is gifted, you know. Now we have to pray that God will lift your ministry to another level. Yeah, she's gifted. When she's singing, you think, oh, I can do it. You know, until they give you the microphone to just back her. Just backings. And you realize that even backings is not a joke. <laughs> they are, you, you see that your backings is not backing. <laughs> She's anointed and gifted. She sings so effortlessly. You know, I'm sure if um, Darlene Zerch had heard her sing this song, or you put her on a mega platform and she's there, she'll be like, eh? You know? Because her voice and her voice, I mean, 
She's effortlessly singing it. Now she has to develop correct backers. Because her backers sound like a 1945 radio. Favor Okonakazi. Now she has to raise backers. After her kind. Because currently her backers are like humming radios. They are humming. You know, they are, hum, they are humming radios. Yeah. <laughs> there used to be an old, old radio made of wood. Pastor, do have you seen that radio before? It's an old radio with a pole. Yes. Um, yes, you lift the pole up. Currently, her backers sound like that radio. <laughs> yes, and it uses batteries. Yes. It uses those big batteries. Yeah. Currently, her backers sound like that. There's no harmony. There's no smooth flow of the backing. You know, they sound like that radio. You get a point now. But the leader is anointed, so she sings effortlessly. Is this the one you had here? <laughs> this, this is sophisticated. <laughs> you know? So you may think, when you see her, say, Oh, yeah, it's my turn to sing that song. I'm, I'm. And sometimes the thing about deception is that you, 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 your voice to you is the most wonderful voice. <laughs> your voice to you is the most wonderful voice. Until you meet somebody like me or Pastor Edwin. That will tell you that the voice is not voicing. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if it's a Kenyan video or something. There's this guy who goes around with the music. I, I, I think I've seen a video like that once. And he's playing the music and he puts the, this thing on. So you're using the microphone to sing. So when the song is playing and you're singing with the song, you sound wonderful. Then they mute the song now it's just you your voice <laughs> and you should see them they don't sing anything even the lyrics yes they sound like <laughs> they don't but when the song is on it sounds like they are singing something and then in, intermittently they mute the the song, but then they keep singing. Oh, you know your smoothness level, you know. So, if we go and take the recordings and we remove the lead singer, there is not much we can do with the backers. <laughs> anyway, this 
Um, yes, yeah, something I, I think I have seen something like that. Yeah, it's the guy who be singing, he's feeling the song. Then they mute a song, and then he sounds like a goat. <laughs> anyway, this turning point, we're going to pray. Um, thank you, favor with intensity. Yes, with intensity. And I just want to show you something short to spare you onto prayer. In fact, I, I need a certain intensity here because I believe prophetically that God has released a word for July. And not just July, for the rest of the year. For a turnaround of things. Your breakthrough. Your prosperity. Now, I just want to show you something. Then we move. Amen. When we get up to pray. I want you to pray with a lot of zeal. And we're going to stretch it today. Amen. Go with me to 2 Kings chapter 7. 2 Kings chapter number 7. 2 Kings chapter number 7. And God is not giving you breakthrough so that you stop attending midweek services. <laughs> Eh? And we'll come there soon. <laughs> Second Kings chapter 7. <laughs> I want you to believe. Anyway, let's start from the verse 1. Uh, perhaps we should do the NLT straight out. It says that Elisha replied, Listen. To this message from the Lord. Isn't it interesting how that in the scriptures. When the servants of the Lord speak. And to be precise prophets. They are speaking. But. You are told to hear from the Lord. So, even though a prophet is speaking, the one speaking through him is the Lord. Do you understand? So, when you sit in church and you think it is I mean, there are in-betweens a man will speak, like if I'm joking, it's not the Lord that is joking. <laughs> do, you, do you understand? When I'm joking, it's not the Lord that is joking. I don't know if the Lord jokes, alright? But when I'm joking, <laughs> you can't say the Lord joked today. You get it? The Lord doesn't joke. I don't think he jokes. Um, Reading the New Testament, there was no instance where the Lord joked. You get it? I don't know if 
it was supposed to be recorded and they didn't record it. But then, majority of the time, God is communicating to you through somebody. So, where we miss it, and when you miss, listen, when you miss a word from the Lord, you miss your breakthrough, you miss your prosperity. Now, imagine how many things you have missed. Do you understand? Imagine how many things you have missed. Because just in a few seconds, you see a guy who missed it. So those who sit in church and can't separate the speaking of the Lord to them. God is saying to me this month that I will break through. If you don't receive it, there's a difference between writing it, hearing it, and then there is a difference between all that and then grabbing that word for yourself. This is what he's telling me. There's a difference. Because writing it, you are writing because we always shout, where's your notebook? Right? Um, saying amen because we want you to say amen. All those are different from personalizing that this is what God is saying to me. I think we are yet to have a lot, maybe one or two, but we are yet to have a lot of people who receive the messages as direct as this is what the Lord is saying to me. He's going to do this for me this month and for the rest of the year. There are people who know how to connect to their prophet. And there are people who, even though they hang around you, they sit in your church, don't know how to connect to the prophetic word in a prophet. It's deeper. Do you understand? So, that's why you can have a church full of people and then just a few who know how to connect are the ones that get blessed. So, listen to this message from the Lord. And I've told you, there are things obviously you know that's not the Lord saying it. Do do you get it? Yeah, (laughs) that's not the Lord saying it. You see, if I say brush your teeth, brush your teeth, (laughs) it's likely not the Lord. Well, it may be the Lord, but it's me. Yes, but then I come with a serious message. Do you get it? You can't say, Apostle said, no, it's the word of the Lord. You understand? It's the word of the Lord. So, God owns his word. Yes, he owns his word. He's not, he's not, uh, he's not somebody who speaks... And then like he doesn't know what he's saying. Do you understand? So, 
It is a word from the Lord. This is what the Lord says. By this time tomorrow, in the markets of Samaria, five quarts of choice flour will cost only one piece of silver. So God had entered the market and set prices. It's, it's wonderful. Yes, he had entered the market ahead of the people and set prizes for choice flour, choice unga. I don't buy unga often, so I don't, I want to mention. Pembe. Pembe. Dovu. Soko. Uh Soko is always there. (laughs) Soko is always there. Jogo. Jogo. He went and set the prizes for Jogo. Do you get it? Then he came and put the prizes in the mouth of his prophet. And he says, go tell the people that tomorrow in the markets of Samaria, which means that if a trader left their home to the market, they'll get to the market and they'll change the price. Because God says, tomorrow this is what will happen. That shows the sovereignty of God and the omnipotence of God. I follow it. And 10 quarts of barley grain will cost only one piece of silver. This is what the law says. Verse 2. The officer assisting the king said to the man of God. That couldn't happen. Even if the Lord opened the windows of heaven. But Elisha replied, you will see it happen with your own eyes, but you won't be able to eat any of it. Scarcely do people believe. I'm going to say it again. Scarcely do people believe. Scarcely do people believe. Unbelief is the reason we don't break through. You know, some of you, it's not like you have masters and PhDs. But you have them in your head. So, you are so intellectual that the practice of belief is beneath you. So, you lose out on so many things. I'm going to stretch something here. Scarcely do people believe? I can go further and say that people sit and hear the teachings. They don't believe. 
They don't believe. And that is the one thing nobody can do for you. And if it is the one thing nobody can do for you, then assess this, analyze it this way. It means that for so long, you have been anti your own prosperity. You have been against your own prosperity because of unbelief. A lot of people sit in church with this mind, I will not be cheated. They won't cheat me. Nobody will cheat me. I won't be cheated. You see, when you sit in the presence of God with that mind, what happens is you begin to overanalyze instructions. Show me from Genesis to Revelation where God's instructions make sense. I can take you in. Like when Jesus met the man with the blind eyes and he made spittle and mixed it with clay. How does that make sense? And anoint his eyes with the spittle that will mix with the clay. It doesn't make sense. Are you listening to me? And the people who always sit down thinking, I will not be cheated. They don't even have anything to be cheated of. So why don't you release your heart, release your spirit, become believing so that your life will change. Listen, the church, God's presence exists for the transformation of life. Your, if your life was already transformed, you won't come here. Are you listening? If your life was already transformed, I mean, you whose mouth used to drool with, with, with mungoka in the morning, it has stopped drooling, and then you are the one who thinks, I know better than, listen, it's just the beginning of your transformation. Allow God to have his way in your life. Don't become a barrier and say, I'm resisting God. I don't, I won't be cheated. You came here with 500 shillings. If I want to take 20,000 from you, where will you find the rest? (laughs) I, I, I want to teach something that will Open some of you, your hearts. Because a lot of you, your hearts are close to God. It's it's shut. You've shut yourself in certain areas. (laughs) And by so doing, you you are literally a believing unbeliever. Did you get it? The next time the devil is saying, I will not be cheated. When they ask yourself, how, how much do you even have? If I ask for offering, how much do you have? Then there's somebody who doesn't have and says, I'll take the envelope and I'm trusting God. And then God opens a door for that person. Day by day, you see that the same people that keep giving are the same people that keep giving. And the I will not be cheated team. Observe. Do do you understand? Yes. Even if you are as broke as Gitonga, 
because he's broke. <laughs> Do you understand? Even if you're as broke as he is, have you you know, tell your I wish I had this, I wish I had this. Not the other mind of that I won't be cheated. That mind, that's the wrong way of thinking because as for God, he would want you to help his church. Do you understand? He would want you to help his church. But what I'm saying is that a lot of things become unbelief as we relate with God. Imagine broke Gitonga is the one as I'm raising up, he says, I'm, I'm be cheated. I'm be cheated. I'm be cheated. If I ask him for 200 bob, he can't even give me. Do you understand? He either has to talk to the mother or talk to the uncle or talk to the grandmother or talk to somebody or a descendant in the family. And then that's the person who is even blocking. I won't be cheated. God is wondering, this one, if I bless him, he won't be cheated. And I won't, I'm going to write it down. God is looking for people to cheat. Write it. Yeah, write it. I mean it. <laughs> yes, he's looking for people to cheat. What do you mean, pastor? Look at it. Before Simon will have the breakthrough, I believe that should be Luke 5, before they had the great catch, what did Jesus do? He took the boat from them. Give me your boat. I need to preach it with it. I need to use it as a pulpit. Give me your boat. So, these guys gave their boat to Jesus for ministry. Do you get it? What was the reward? The reward is we've caught nothing. We've toiled all night. Yeah? We've caught nothing. So, he took the boat And after the boat, he says, I'll give you a miracle. Give me verse 4. Now when I left speaking, he said unto Simon, launch out into the deep and let down your net for drought. So he used the boat, he preached to the people. When he finished, some of you, God cannot use anything belonging to you first. You see now, you cannot say amen. Mm-hmm. But you, you, you want breakthrough. You want miracle. He cannot use anything belonging to you first. You see, God and his purpose is, this is how God has made it. God has a purpose. He's not here. God is not here. He doesn't live with you and me. He's not here. But he has a purpose on this earth. So what he does is, the people that avail themselves and the people that avail their lives and the people that avail the things they have for the usage of his purpose, he turns around and then he blesses them. So when I say God is looking for somebody to cheat, this is what I'm saying to you. And I'm going to show you another thing. So he uses their boat as a pulpit and he preaches. Do you understand? Then after speaking, verse 5, 
He said, and Simon answered, said unto him, Master, we have toyed all the night and have taken nothing. Nevertheless, at thy word, I will let down the net. Once again, you know, we didn't use the boat for preaching before. But we've used it. And you have given your word. What I wanted to say to you in Second Kings 7, before I jumped into all this, is that every abundance, every prosperity, every breakthrough is always preceded by prophetic pronouncement. Peter is capitalizing on what he has said. Are you listening to me? He's capitalizing on what he has said. We toil all night. Some of you, if you don't receive divine wisdom, you will toil for years and come to nothing. It's not a curse. It's it's what you are going through right now. I'm just mentioning it. I said, if you don't receive divine wisdom, all right, you like they do you know what it takes to some of you are not from any place near water. Do you know what it takes to throw net all night? <laughs> and there used to be nets that had um, lead. I don't know what they use these days. So that it, it carries weight. So when the net is thrown, it sinks. The lead or whatever they put um, sinks the net and then and creates an enclosure for the capture of the fish. So when it's pulled, it, it keeps them in there. Do you, do you get it? And then these guys were throwing left and right. Some of you in one year, you do about 200 jobs. I said in one year, you do like two. Some of you, you always wait for season. Hey, what are people selling? Jackfruit. You go and buy jackfruit. You sell. Tomatoes. You go and, it's a season. And it doesn't prosper you. That's not how you prosper. Do you understand? That's not how you break through. It's the season of, of weeks. You go and buy three pieces. You sell. That's not how you prosper. I don't know if I'm communicating to somebody here. It's not how you prosper. If God says go and sell water. And God said it. It doesn't matter what everybody is selling in that season. By the selling of water you will break through. So it's about what he says. So he uses their boat. Next, he says, but now see, Peter or Simon, he's saying, if you have said it, I will let down the net. Verse 6. And when they had this done, they enclosed a great multitude of fishes and their net break from all night zero 
to net is breaking. Why? Too much fish. <laughs> too much fish. From zero to too much fish, net is breaking. Verse 7. And they beckon unto their partners, which were in the other ship, that they should come and help them. And they came and filled both the ships so that they began to sink. From where, from nothing in the ship to sinking ships because of the weight of the catch. God will give us heavy accounts. Right now, there is nothing in our accounts. I said, there is nothing in our accounts. I said, there is nothing in our accounts. Our accounts look like FM stations, 96.3. I was paying my, one day I went to the hospital, the vet, not uh, the vet. And I had been charged what my um, treatment for my dogs was. And I was sending money to the vet. And I think MPSA informed me to ask the person to check their balance. So which means the person had over, is it 300,000 in the MPSA balance? You understand? You, if we send you 300, it will arrive. Je, je, je. <laughs> Even if Fuliza takes whatever, it will arrive. Je, je, je. Diana said, Are they sending you money? And then the guy says, Oh, it looks like your account balance is that you are now looking for somewhere to remove the excess to create space. The guys did that, they had to remove some money. To create space for what is coming in now. You with your FM balance, 300,000 will arrive. Je, je, je. <laughs> Even your phone will get popomiasis. From zero, from FM account in the ship to a balance that is sinking the sheep. <laughs> you see that your phone becomes heavy in your hand. <laughs> so if you are using big screen phone but it feels like kabambe. <laughs> There's no weight to, <laughs> to the phone. Yes, it feels like kabambe. Yeah. Their are, are sheep felt like a kabambe until Jesus' balance arrived. Yes. I want an account that is heavy. Yes, I'm talking for myself now. Yes, it's heavy. It's heavy. Yes. Some people hold calculator when they go to the shop. My eye, ngapi? 90 bob. Okay. Mafuta, ngapi? 100 bob. 190. Chumvi? 50 bob. So carry. Then they said, now, between now and 
I need one thing that will fit this balance. <laughs> Do you understand? Yeah. When we are broke, we go and pick what we need. Yes. Then you see somebody with a son. She has a trolley. And then the son has a trolley. Then the daughter has another. And they are just feeling it. Meanwhile, you, you are calculating sukari, mafuta, chumvi, eh, samuni, 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 soap. Okay, samuni. Eh, eh, unga. You, are, you have to stay like maybe 50 shillings safe. Do you understand? <laughs> because you also have to include the bus fare back. <laughs> Careful. Yeah. <laughs> you just see that, Charlie. <laughs> the FM balance is not helping. Do you understand? 97.2. Yes. Those are the people who sit in church and says, I won't be cheated. With the IFM balance. <laughs> and I, then I'm saying to you that I don't see how God will bless that mindset. Yes. Peter gave his sheep. Ah, the things don't even help me. Charlie, take them, use them. Yes, that's what he did. It's not helping me. I've used it all night. What has it brought me? Narrow. You want to do what? You say, I want to preach from your, your, your boat. So use them. use them. As it is right now, it is useless to me. When you give God, all right, what hasn't brought you any benefit, he turns it around for your good. Yeah, believe it. Believe it. So when I tell you, God is looking for somebody to cheat. It's not like straightforward as that statement. Yes. <laughs> Mr. Wiseman, you continue with your FM balance. Yes, and your wisdom. But that's not wisdom, that's Chanuka. Because wisdom is profitable to direct. This wisdom that doesn't direct you in the right way. It cannot be wisdom. Do you understand? It can only be chanuka. Yeah, it's not wisdom. So, these guys got a miracle. Ah, you want to use what? The boat. For what? <laughs> this is the first time you're coming to preach in the No problem. Yes. And when the miracle happened, Peter rec- recognized, ah, I'm a sinner. Yeah. The, the miracle shocked him. God is looking for somebody to cheat. He sent the prophet Elijah to the house of a widow. This guy who came to that house, I'm talking of the prophet, is the reason the situation of the city was bad. He was in conflict with the head of state. And he told the head of state, it will not rain for the space of three and a half years. And he prayed a prayer that it, James tells us, he prayed 
a prayer that it will not rain. When the guy finished praying, he went and sat by a brook. I mean, water was flowing. So he would drink water. When it was meal time, God will send ravens with bread and meat in their mouth. And then they say, prophet, God has sent us with bread and has sent us with nyama. Now, one of the most ravenous birds is the raven. So to have food in its mouth and surrender the food to a human, it's not normal. The raven would rather have eaten the bread and eaten the meat. So the ravens brought him bread and flesh in the morning. By the time he's waking up, breakfast is served by ravens. And bread and flesh in the evening. And he drank of the brook. He had mineral water. (laughs) He eats bread. He eats nyama. He eats bread. He eats nyama. So he drank the water, drank the water until the water finished. Give me the next verse. Let me see. Yeah. And it came to pass after a while that the brook dried up. The prophet drank all the water. <laughs> and because it was not raining, the brook wasn't being filled. Do you understand? So as he was drinking, it was finishing. Then the brook dried up. Ah, uh-uh. who is that? Because there had been no rain in the land. Do you get it? Yeah. So now, his sustenance has ended. There's always people giving to you for seasons. And circumstances and situations giving to you for seasons. When that season ends, you will not have to stay there. What next? Alright, now move. And the word of the Lord came unto him saying, Arise, get thee to Zarephath, which belongeth to Zidon. So we are not talking about, he's leaving the territory of Israel and he's going to a Gentile territory. Alright? Zidon is the same as Sidon. Do you get it? It's the same as Sidon. But this Zidon, because it's the King James. Zidon. And dwell there. So God says, now leave this side. Go to the Gentile territory and live there. Behold, I have commanded a widow woman there to sustain thee. We're going to look at the widow. And let's see if the widow is like you. I said, let's see if the widow is like you. Yeah. I'm just showing you that the quality it requires to break through, many of us don't have it. Yes. We don't have it. Verse 10. So he arose and went to Zarephath. And when he came to the gate of the city, behold, the widow woman was there. God never lies. You should say amen to that. Sometimes we we don't know whether you came for comedy or you came for... God never lies. It it should should naturally just stare a response. Amen. He never lies. 
<laughs> but you have to be told, say amen. You can't be robotic in, a, in an atmosphere of the prophetic. Do you understand? Yeah, you can't be, write it, I cannot be robotic in the atmosphere of the prophetic. <laughs> Everything is mechanical. Say amen, amen. Sit down, sit down. What of the movement of the Holy Spirit? <laughs> God never lies. Thank God for that. You say amen. Yeah, it should be natural. Hey. <laughs> so the widow woman was there gathering of sticks. And he called to her and said, Fetch me, I pray thee, a little water in a vessel that I may drink. Thank God the prophet didn't come to Kenya. I said, thank God the prophet didn't come to Kenya. Because the look you will get. Eh? Ashu? Eh? Maji? Do you, they'll even ask you, did you put Maji here? This one you're asking me water. Did you, did you leave your water here? Yes. And let me tell you, one of the ways to be very open to God's visitation, like if somebody knocks at my gate and the person says, I need water. I'll go in and get the person water. You may not. We know you. Stop pretending. You may not. A lot of you people are just a border to you. You say, see now, Maji. You see, we cannot even finish teaching the Bible. Yeah. Because Abraham received his breakthrough of a son when he welcomed a stranger. Fed them. Gave them milk. You, you will say, please, next door. Wakonamaji. Meanwhile, you have water. What is water that you have to be wicked about it? What is water? And even though you think it doesn't fit what I'm teaching, I'll teach it anyway because I know what I'm teaching. So, this prophet didn't come to Kenya. He went to Zarifat. Let's know that. Because even the widow, if he was located around here, would have disobeyed God. Some of you, if God gives you money, that he's sending somebody to come for the money, you still, you con God. And you have con God severally. God has given you money. Some of you, God has given you certain breakthroughs because he's sending somebody or he's even sending the church with a need. And when you got the money, you told God, thank you. But that person, don't send a person because when they come, there will be nothing here. Those of you get strange M-Pesa and you change your SIM card. Is it not true? (laughs) 
One guy tried to con me on my phone. I, I don't know whether they know the numbers they do that nonsense with. You know? I mean, you should cr- at least cross-check who you are going to con. You know? So the guy sends me an pesa of, uh, of how much? Is it 200, 100 and something or 500? I don't know. But he sends me an pesa. So me, I'm like, eh, which strange church member has sent me? <laughs> it's rare, you know. They don't send me, my church members don't send me M-Pesa. So even a 200 M-Pesa makes a difference. I'm like, hey, this person may think this is a church line. So I was waiting for um, a message to the effect. So I got a call. I realized it's from that number. Tafadali, M-Pesa, I said, I don't speak. Swahili. And then I told the guy, I know why he was calling. So I told the guy, call Safaricom. Tell them to reverse the money. I told him, call Safaricom. The guy was talking. You see, I figured what he wanted to do was to get the money from me and get it from Safaricom as well. I don't know how. So he was talking. And it was not by mistake. His ex, his whatever to explain showed me that it was not a mistake. So he kept talking. I said, don't call this phone. <laughs> I said, don't call this phone. So when I finish, I call Safaricom myself. And I told them, somebody has mistakenly sent money. Could you reverse the money? Yes. And then they asked me for the details. I gave it to them. Because before somebody starts withdrawing something from my own FM account. <laughs> so I call Safaricom myself. If I think of it, I asked you which number should I call uh, to report this. And then she told me to call, is it 100 or something? I called and I said, so, 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 they asked me. So I think later they sent me a message as to whether they should return the money. I said yes. And then they took their money and then that was it. The guy didn't even say thank you. Yeah? But we know you. Uh, Rinson will be off that line for another eight months by which time the guy has forgotten his 800 or his 500. <laughs> Withdraw it. Sharp, sharp. Yeah. In fact, the same minute, the same minute yeah, because the money that came, the name is Zakaria. You don't know Zakaria. You don't know yeah, any mistake. In the same instance, in fact, I think you send, they send the money to somebody they know. And then they call to explain. Well, you send it to me later. Yeah. <laughs> and then they, they'll go off that particular SIM line for months. Yes. Some of you, that's why you have two lines. Five lines. Yes. <laughs> Careful. Yeah. If God gave you money, hold it. I'm sending somebody with a need. I'm sending the church with by the time they come, you have withdrawn the money. Yes. Father, you tell God the money is finished. Don't send a guy. 
when you come, there will be nothing here. Can God trust you with provision and provision that is to benefit somebody? Can he trust you with provision? Can he trust you with provision? Can he trust you with provision? Gitonga, hold this food for me. I'm coming. Will the food be saved when the person comes? <laughs> Can God trust you with provision? That's to bless somebody. Can he trust you with provision? And you see, as God is using you, he's actually sustaining you. Because you see it that he tells the woman, bring me water, fetch me water that I may drink. Right? Verse 11. And she was going to fetch it. She didn't talk. Oh, Maji, no problem. He called to her and said, bring me, I pray thee, a morsel of bread in thine heart. So the woman is, I think the prophet was testing. Could this be the widow? <laughs> Could this be the guy? Could this be the person? You know, so she first, he first asked for water. So as she's going to fetch, say, okay, um, when you're coming, please bring mukate in your hands as well. <laughs> Can you imagine a Kenyan's response? <laughs> well, first they'll start with, where any nanny? <laughs> I give you water, you're asking for bread. Did you buy bread into this house? <laughs> it is the audacity for me that you, you think you can ask for water and ask for bread. <laughs> is it the problem with us is we are not in the Bible. We are way outside the Bible. And we don't look like the Bible people. Do you get it? We don't look like the Bible people. Yes. We don't like the Bible people. We don't talk like the Bible people. You got a point now? <laughs> At least I thank God you know the responses that will come. <laughs> I can imagine L.P. Berry's response. <laughs> She'll turn and look at I don't like nonsense. Take your to the next door. <laughs> The prophet will say, hey, I've missed the road. (laughs) She's not the one. She's not the one. (laughs) She's not the one. (laughs) She's not the one. (laughs) I I think she'll say something like, Kwani, did you give me your bread to keep? (laughs) Kwani, did you give me your bread to keep? (laughs) or you'll get a response like excuse me, does this place look like a supermarket I said we are not in the Bible yeah, we are not in the Bible are you mad? does this place look like a supermarket? (laughs) start going you just see that, we are not in the Bible yeah, we are not in the Bible you get it so, verse 12, look at what the woman said. The woman said, and she said, as the Lord thy God liveth. Yes. So, the woman is very polite. So, what she's trying to tell the prophet, prophet, let me tell you. 
God is my witness. That's what she's trying to say. As the Lord thy God liveth, I have not a cake. So what you ask for, I don't have it. So she's coming to tell the truth. First, she says, I don't have it. I have no cake. I have not a cake. But what I have is a handful of meal in a barrel. And a little oil in a cruise. And behold, I'm gathering two sticks. That should show you that there's nothing much to cook. (laughs) Two sticks. Is it that the problem with us when we're looking for miracles, breakthroughs, is the fact that we are also on top of it dishonest to God when it comes to disclosure. I have just a meal in a barrel. Some people, when you, if, if I walk to somebody and say, I need, I need, I need transport, 200 shillings, just 200 shillings. Then a person will go like, so you understand what I'm saying. Then a person will go like, I'm, 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 I'm sorry. I only have 50 bob. It's not true. The person has 1,000. Do you understand what I'm saying to you? Yeah. When we're even looking for breakthrough, we're not truthful in disclosure. We are dishonest. The woman says, I have just a meal in a barrel and a little oil in a cruise. So I'm trying to bring it to modern interpretation and application. All right? We are doing biblical application. So somebody walks up to you and says, Tafadali, I'm, I, I'm, is that, I, I'm not talking about these people who have made an emergency their business. <laughs> they always have an emergency. I'm not talking about that. <laughs> do, 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 do you get it? I'm not talking about the emergency business people. Yes. I'm talking about there's a genuine, somebody just, I, I, please, I need 200. Yes. Then the fellow Christian goes like, oh, I'm so sorry. Then they'll do, I only have 50 bob. Do you get it? That's how you miss your miracle. Yeah. Believe it. That's how you miss your miracle. Abraham didn't miss his miracle because he offered and he gave to the three men that he saw. Yeah. And behold, I'm gathering two sticks that I may go in and dress it for me and my son that we may eat it and die. <laughs> this is my last meal. Some people don't say, this is my last money. is a lie. Behind the last money is another 10,000. Do you understand? When they say last, last is a lie. Some people only behave broke in church. Okay, now it's going to get hot. I said some people, it's only in church they look broke. Some people, it's only when it comes to the things of God that they are broke. Watch them as they leave church. 
Me, I, I pastor a people that if they only know what and take what is taught seriously, will be tremendously, but they don't. As I started with this thing of unbelief. There's a particular heart God blesses. He doesn't bless hearts like we have. That's the truth. There's a particular heart he blesses. Yes. He blesses a particular heart. It's so nice for some people when they are being given. Yes. It's so nice. When they get the receiving, when they are the receiving, it's so nice. But to just give themselves. So, sir, this is all I have. As for cake, I don't have it. Yes. I don't have it. Cake. Mm. But I have flour. And I have a little oil. And then, you see, two sticks. I'm going to cook it. We're going to eat and die. My, myself and my son. God is looking for people to cheat. Verse 13. And Elijah said unto her, fear not. Tell your neighbor, fear not. <laughs> Even as he said it, you don't believe it. <laughs> fear not. Many of you here cannot live the life of a pastor. You can't live the life of a pastor. I mean, imagine you are the pastor of this church. Which church should I use as an example? Is this church amusing? You have been here for the last two years. You have never given me M-Pesa before. Yes, now. Somebody has made the mouth like this. So imagine you are the pastor of the church that has people who don't care whether you have eaten, whether you have swallowed saliva, whether you swallowed your tongue last night. Get it? So it's a life of fear not. Many of you can live that life. Do you understand? Especially if you consider that your church is going to be filled with people like you. Do you get it? Yeah. But you see, God sends and then he sustains. He sends and he sustains. So, the prophet said, fear not. And do as thou hast said. Some of you, what annoys you is after you told a person, the 50 bob too, and the person still wants the 50 bob. Hey, in your head, you are cursing them left and right. <laughs> you thought by saying 50 bob, they'll say, oh, okay. They still want the 50 bob. Hey, in your head, you are cursing them. <laughs> yeah, they, they, they say, okay, can I get 30 from it? <laughs> You're cursing the person. Yeah. 
Do as thou hast said, but make me therefore a little cake first. See, the prophet has a reason he's saying it. Make me a little cake first and bring it unto me. And after make for thee and for thy son. Hey, thank God Elijah didn't come in 2023 to Nairobi. Immediately after that encounter, Elijah's name will be on TikTok. (laughs) Trending. Prophet so, so, and so. I mean, this, this modernization has drifted us far from God. If it's not a TikTok, it will be a tweet or a Facebook post. Heartless men of God. In this COVID situation, still asking for offering. (laughs) Who does that? (laughs) Who does that? (laughs) Who does that? Yeah. In fact, during COVID, pastors were bashed. Pastors were, hey, we, we look like criminals. Yes, we look like criminals. In fact, if after COVID you survive as a pastor, God has called you. <laughs> because after COVID, some people are no more pastors. <laughs> If you find a, someone you knew as a pastor after COVID, they are still pastoring now. Ah, they are called. Yeah. Because there was nothing they didn't say about pastors during COVID. <laughs> you got a point now? It's a life of fear not. Yeah. Then the prophet says, put me first. You see, this is how I know it won't work here. Because you, you don't put anybody first. I used to put people first until I stopped the other day. Yeah. I used to put people first. My children who have school fees um, like need of school fees and I will help the people around me first. Yes. And I did so with a particular mind. Yeah. With a particular mind. Yes. I did it with a mind that if the people around me are sorted and okay, then it's easier for me because there's also the ministry. If you have disturbed people around you as you're doing the ministry, yeah, you, you can't survive it. So that's the mind until I said, okay, no more. <laughs> now, talking is nothing, nothing. Talking is the small things. Yeah, we're talking of big things. They understand. Yeah, tokens. Ah. All those who have received tokens from me, bring back. I, I, I'm receiving tokens now. So when you see me, you too, if you receive tokens for two years, now I suppose I have a token for you. I have started receiving tokens from token takers. 
I haven't mentioned your name, but you know yourselves. Yes. You to start sending tokens. <laughs> Send all the tokens. And then maybe in the year 2025, December, you say, this is where the tokens, I think we have equalized the tokens. Uh-huh. Careful. Apostle, what we use is the tokens for our bike credit. I'll use it for my phone call with Gitonga. Gitonga, and now we do phone calls. You don't know. Yes. We do secret phone calls to talk about Bishop Matters. Yeah. He, he, he instructs me on as a bishop, you know, the things I need to do as a bishop. Yeah, he has ordained. He's the only one who recognized that I can be ordained as a bishop. Gitonga, the day I'm ordained as a bishop, you'll be my special guest. A special, anywhere in the world, he has to come as my special guest of honor. Yes. <laughs> Opudo has never recognized I can be a bishop. No wonder the Bible says, out of the mouth of babes and sucklings has God ordained praise. Yes. Anyway, I am being consecrated as a bishop. He'll come as my special guest. He's the one who saw the vision first. Yes, you, you saw tokens. <laughs> Back to my scripture. <laughs> All right. Let me round up quickly. So, yes. Verse 14. For thus saith the Lord God of Israel, the barrel of meal shall not waste. Give me this in the NLT. Oh, good news. Oh, okay. NLT says, for this is what the Lord, the God of Israel says, there will always be flour and olive oil left in your containers. My God. Until the time when the Lord sends rain. And the crops grow again. You know, when I read this verse, something baffles me. The guy who is creating the miracle of the flood not running out and the oil not running out is the cause of the problem. Right? He's the one who says it won't rain. I don't know what anger he had towards Ahab. That anger was strong. Because the guy said it won't rain. Because if he could create a miracle where you go and fetch flour for morning meal and then by evening there's flour. You go and take oil. When you return, the oil has returned. This guy could have said, okay, um, we are all suffering. Because James, I'm, I'm teaching this with the James scripture. Then the Bible says in James, and he prayed again. So he didn't have to wait for, I don't know which year he, the year in the three and a half years he came to this house. So 
It's possible that he lived in this house for another two years. So he could have easily prayed the rain comes and everybody lived their life. But he stayed here eating the miracle with the woman and the son. I'm coming to say something to you. In James, the Bible said, and he prayed again. So he prayed, the rain was taken. He prayed again and then the rain came. But he took this anointing and he stayed in the house of the woman. Back to the scripture. He stayed in this woman's house and he said, the flour, the barrel of meal shall not waste, neither shall the cruise of oil fail until the day that the Lord sended rain upon the earth. So what I'm saying to you is that the prophet could have prayed. You see, it's easy to say, yeah, pray for all of us to be blessed. Eh? Isn't it? Yeah, I know you've said that. Some people say, oh, if only apostle wants to pray for me, he will pray for me. He doesn't want to pray for me. It's true. Yeah, I'm not going to deny it. It's true. It's true. And the reason it's true is because the gift of God is treated in a particular way before it can produce a miracle. Do you understand? Yeah. You pray for the rain. Then you don't have to ask me for... Do you get it? Pray for the rain. And then we are all sorted out. The truth is that when we are all sorted out, some of you will not see you. So you see that the breakthrough comes to particular people. Not, I will not be cheated. Hmm? Titus, I will not be cheated. Apostle cannot cheat me. These pastors cannot cheat. You see, somebody says, cheat me. Yes, I want you to cheat me. And then it opens this door. Verse 15, look at it. And she went and did according to the saying of Elijah. Many of us don't do according. Yes, we don't do according. Somebody will take envelope for offering. They will remember it after six months. Yeah. They don't do according. Then you wonder, why hasn't God blessed me? There is the why. Tell your neighbor, there is the why. <laughs> yeah, there is the why. Do you get it? Yeah. I have often seen a particular attribute with people. Where if it is to do with somebody, they are not in a hurry. Some of you, you have that element. Oh, it's, um, it's um, Valerie. So, you are not in a hurry. You, that's when you even walk slowly. But when it's you, you want her to run. When it's you, you want them to pick the call. Do this. Then when it's other people, <laughs> Charlie, I'm swimming. When I finish, I'll attend to you. Charlie, I'm cooking. 
When I finish, I'll attend to you. So when it comes to somebody, you are nonchalant. Then when it comes to you, is life and death. What it is, is that, listen, you have an issue with your heart. Many of you, that day you change what you sow. I'm going to say something. Like, and many of you also come to prayer and it's the same. Listen, don't think that our natural lives are any way separated from our spiritual life. You are the person who is praying. So you have come, God, you're pulling God's skirt. Do it now, do it now, do it. When God does it now, and then God says, oh, do this for me, you're, you're slow. Don't think he's fooled by it. Do you understand? So me, I'm always in a, by the way, I'm always in a hurry. Yes. I have a problem with people who keeps telling me tomorrow. Yeah. Like today is what? I have a, I have a problem with somebody telling me, oh, Monday. No. It doesn't sit well with me. The reason is simple. I may not live up to Monday. Whatever I've got to do now, I've got to do it. Do, do you understand what I'm saying? Yes. Because to... Nobody has a guarantee of tomorrow. When you get into tomorrow, that's when you say the grace of God. So, I have a problem with people who procrastinate. Something they can do now, they say, I'll do it tomorrow. Something they can do today, they say, next week. I cannot cope for the life of me. You and I will have a problem. And lazy people are the ones who procrastinate. Lazy people. That's why you have clothes and panties you have not washed. Packer now. Your room looks like Kikomba. First selection. Second selection. Yes. Because you're always postponing what you should do right now. Yeah. Some people, when, when I'm teaching, you may think, oh, what has that got to do with my breakthrough? It has everything to do with your breakthrough. Yeah. Some people, when they need Mpesa from you, Sai, Nangoja, 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 Send it now, 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 now. Then, when somebody needs Mpesa from them, they'll remember tomorrow. In fact, when they even remember now, they'll first send a message. Oh, I'm so sorry, I forgot. Why are you sending a message? Send it. <laughs> what should a person do with the message you have remembered, what should you do? Send the empesa and then send the message. I'm just showing you that. That's how we relate even with God. I'm telling you the truth. When we want something, haraka, haraka, sai, 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 sani, 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 sani. And then when it has to do with it's moving from you to, yeah, I'm not in a hurry. That's when you say haraka haraka in a baraka. 
Pole pole ni mwendo. True or not true? So many of you, God is also taking his sweet time. Yes, he's taking his sweet time. Yes. Some of you are never late to work. You're always late to God's house. And you are the one who wants a timely miracle. You will wait. Hey, now you have changed the... the, the I'm, I'm going to say, I said some of you, you are never late. You can't try it. If they like, let them close all the roads in Nairobi. You will not dare go to work late. Let one branch of a tree fall in your area. A branch. A branch. Like you were coming out and you saw a leaf fall. Hello, pastor. As I was coming out of my gate, a tree has fallen. A tree has fallen. You won't dare do it to Pharaoh. It it, it, it is is already, I see lightning and thunder. You know, I cannot, I cannot phantom this country. Up till now, I'm still in shock. I'm an early money person. I'm an early money person. In fact, I would rather I do everything and finish by 9 a.m. I'm done. I'm an early morning person. I can be out at 4 a.m. I can be out at 3 a.m. I can be out at 5 a.m. I can be out like at morning. So that's why I go to bed very early. Most of you only are sleepy is when I'm awake. And I see that majority of Kenyans are early people. Yes. You see somebody's trekking from somewhere into CBD early morning. So, when you come, you expect that it will be the same with church. If I schedule a service for 6.30, it will be a flop. So, there is something we, we, we miss out. So, I can get to work at 7.30. I cannot come to church at 7.30. Some of you are not allowed to sleep at work, but you are allowed to sleep in church. Especially if they have a hood on. <laughs> you are not allowed to sleep at work. I mean, why would you sleep? But when they come to church, so I'm showing you something to do with why your breakthrough tarries. <laughs> She went and did according to the saying of Elijah. She and he and her house did it many days. That's the Bible's way of saying like for a long time. Some people cannot, the person who needs God's breakthrough in their lives, they'll say, "Um, I am not able to come to church because I live very far. And because I live very far. This person can move anywhere to go and fornicate. Or to go and see a boy. But with church, they need extra help. 
have so many young people in this church. If they took the things I teach them seriously, they'll be blessed. I don't know if you know, salary is not blessing so. Because there are people on it who need blessings. Like they are on salary, but they need, it's not blessings. Salary workers are buying phones and they are stealing it. I don't know if you understand what I'm saying. Salary is, there's, you see, the, the blessing is beyond salary. I started using mobile phone 1999. 1999. Yeah. 1999 I started. I got my first mobile phone. Yeah. Because I finished senior high in 1998. Yes. Were you born? <laughs> yeah. I think I finished senior high in 1998. Um, 96, 97, 98. Yes. I was in so 1999, I got my first mobile phone from 1999. And then I went to uni in 2000. Yes. <laughs> Don't be fooled by my youthful. Is the anointing. You are, you are Muse. Mandela is Muse. <laughs> if I go somewhere with Mandela, they'll say, oh, Babayako. <laughs> They'll, they'll look at Mandela and say, Kijana Yako, Kijana. <laughs> From 1999 up to today, I have never lost a phone. Yeah. Like my phone is lost. Yeah. I'm saying this because somebody sent me a message. <laughs> About the lost phone. <laughs> Do you understand? 1999 up to today, I can't say I've never lost a phone. <laughs> In between, Gitonga has lost pencils, lost um, pen, lost books. Charlene has lost pencils and books and age. My son went to school, boarding school. When he came back, his, what, his scientific calculator was missing. Now to buy another scientific calculator. I told him, you see, don't be a fool. I, I told him, don't, I said, don't be a fool. You see, somebody has stolen your scientific calculator and I have to buy it. And I said, you cannot steal somebody's. You see, I was shy of telling him you to go and steal someone. <laughs> Why should another person's child be a thief? <laughs> Is it not? Why should another person's child be a thief? So. I, I, they, they have this thing they do even on a white shirt you see that they have used a permanent pen to write their names 
You see, everybody needs to be born again, even right from that level. Yeah. They, they write their names, even their verse, they write their names because somebody will steal it. Yes. That's another message for another day. <laughs> I told him if you lose this one, I'm not buying. Yeah. <laughs> Careful. <laughs> Uh, they come and shop from other people. So his calculator was gone. I have to buy another. I, in my head, I'm like, I should tell this boy to, if since you are not going to be diligent, go and also steal. You get the point now. Yeah. But that, that would be a very terrible mistake. Yeah. Because after he starts stealing, he will steal from me. Yeah. So where's my money? Then the thief I raised will be looking at me. (laughs) I pray for you that it's not your child that will be stealing scientific calculators. Yes, I pray for you. You get the point now. So she did it and they they ate many days. Verse 16. And the barrel of meal wasted not, neither did the cruise of oil fail, according to the word of the Lord, which he spake by Elijah. Say amen. amen. So, beloved, we're going to pray. And I have a strong belief that this second half of the year is going to do you well. Amen. Do you believe it? Rise up on your feet. We're going to be intense this morning. Amen. Are you ready? 
Are you ready? Have the same faith that the next seven months or six months will radically take a turning in your favor. I said, have, I want you to have that same faith before we start praying. Have that same faith that the next six months will take next year is a crucial year for me so I know that the impact of these six months should speak volume in 2024 do you understand I want you to have the same faith that God is going to use the next six months today is the first day and it's prophetic yeah as I was preparing for turning point, I recognized the prophetic nature of this month. Amen. If you take um, the yearly calendar, let me see if I can do something. We have really had any point on the first. The only time is today. And that's very prophetic. It will mark the beginning of new things in your life. Your amen is weak. I said it will mark the beginning of new things in your life. Psalms 34. Psalms 34. I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. My soul shall make her boast in the Lord. The humble shall hear thereof and be glad. Oh, magnify the Lord with me and let us exalt his name together. I sought the Lord and he heard me. And delivered me from all my fears. They looked unto him and were lightened. And their faces were not ashamed. This poor man cried. And the Lord heard him. And saved him out of all his troubles. The angel of the Lord encampeth round about them that fear him. And delivereth them. Oh, taste and see. That the Lord is good. Blessed is the man that trusteth in him. Oh, fear the Lord, ye his saints. For there is no want to them that fear him. There is no want to them that fear him. Verse 10. The young lions do lack and suffer hunger. True or not true? I have seen a lion with the ribs showing. 
Have you seen a picture of a lion? And you see that the ribs are, you can literally count the ribs. Have you seen it before? Those are the six packs people in the church. Do you understand? You can count the ribs. Those are the six pack people. The lion, the young lions, they do lack as strong as, this is what the Bible is telling you, as strong as the lion is, all right, they do lack and then they suffer what? Hunger. But they that seek the Lord, are you seeking the Lord? Shall not want any good thing. That is to say, if something is good, you will have it. Your amen is weak. Except the thing is not good. Yes. You will not have vodka. It's not good. You will not have cigarette. It is not good. You will not have condoms. It is not good. You will not have postino too. It is not good. You will not have whiskey. It is not good. You will not have scotch. It is not good. Hey, you are not saying it's not good. Those of you are, everything I'm mentioning, you should, have, you should be saying it is not good. You will not have changa. It is not good. Do you understand? You will not have shisha. Hey, we are not saying it. Yeah. You will not have sex. It is not good. <laughs> now they can't say amen to that one. Yes. Six pack. Yes. Benson and his team. These are the six and they are strong. The lion is the strongest of them all. Yes, he's strong. <laughs> yes, Titus and his team, and they are strong. Yes, the lion is strong. Yes, they do lack and they suffer what? Hunger. If you will go hungry, it's because you are fasting. Say amen. <laughs> Some of you do fastings because of hunger. Yes. There was a time in my life I did fastings not because I was led of the Lord. It was because whether I fasted or not, I would still not eat. So I might as well spiritualize the hunger. Do you get a point now? Some of you, you, you sometimes go hungry, but you are so carnal. You don't spiritualize the hunger. Yes. You don't, sometimes you must spiritualize the hunger. Benson, don't tell me lawyers don't fast. Yes. <laughs> tell your neighbor from today you'll be spiritualizing the hunger. How do you spiritualize hunger? You introduce prayer. That's all. Yeah. You introduce the Bible, then you introduce prayer. That's all. It makes it spiritualized. <laughs> Careful. But they that seek the Lord shall not want any good thing. Gone. Come, ye children, hacking unto me, I will teach you the fear of the Lord. 
What man is he that desired life and loveth many days that he may see good? Keep thy tongue from evil and thy lips from speaking guile. Okay, you see now you didn't like the scripture. Uh, If you want to live long, if you want to see many good days, keep your tongue from evil. Your tongue from evil and your lips from speaking deceit. You say yes, you mean no. You say no, you mean yes. Don't speak guile from your lips. Verse 14, depart from evil and do good. Seek peace and pursue it. Those of you who don't like peace. Yes. The eyes of the Lord are upon the righteous and his ears are open unto their cry. The face of the Lord is against them that do evil to cut off the remembrance of them from the earth. The righteous cry and the Lord heareth and delivereth them out of all their troubles. The Lord is nigh unto them that are of a broken heart and saveth such as be of a contrite spirit. Many are the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord delivereth him out of them all. He keepeth all his bones, not one of them is broken. Evil shall slay the wicked, and they that hate the righteous shall be desolate. Careful. The Lord redeemeth the soul of his servants. Now he's talking about past death. Yes, don't steal this verse for yourself. If you are not a pastor, keep to your lane. Your own is when we're talking about the righteous. <laughs> Do you understand? We have moved from the righteous to his servants. Yes, that's another level. What does the Lord do? He redeemeth the soul of his servants, and none of them that trust him shall be desolate. Amen? Pastors, you will not be desolate. So, (laughs) there's declaration for the righteous, and then there's declaration for his servants. You can't take all the declarations. Glory to God. So this, this uh, turning point is about intensity. Yes, I'm going to cry for my breakthrough. Um, I'm going to shout for my breakthrough. I'm going to pray until my breakthrough becomes tangible. Tell your neighbor, I'm going to pray, going to pray. until my breakthrough becomes tangible. Genesis 32. Some of you are not ready. Amen. Yeah, you're not ready to wrestle yet. May your story not be, oh, I attended turning point for two years and nothing has changed. Yeah, you attended. The same way you attend stadium and you don't say, I went to stadium and I didn't play football. Why? You're a spectator. Do you understand? Join the team that is on the ground, that is really playing the football. Do you get it? Yeah. 
from here on now is personal. Tell your neighbor it's personal. Don't take somebody's praying and say, hmm, he's praying. It's personal. Do you understand? Yeah. I know what I'm looking for as a breakthrough. I don't know about you. Yeah? Yeah. I know what I'm looking for as a breakthrough. So, you better intercede for yourself. Give me verse 26. And he said, let me go. Who said the angel, the angel that wrestled with Jacob, he said, let me go for the day breaketh. The day I came to you at night when we started this thing. Do you understand? The day is breaking. Allow me to go so that nobody sees me standing here daytime. It's as if angels can only be seen in the night. Yeah, it's, it's mysterious. Yeah, let me go. Jacob had held him. And the angel said, let me go. Do you know the strength of an angel? The strength of an angel. And this angel is asking permission. He could just kick the guy off him. But he's saying, let me go for the and he said I will not let thee go except thou bless me except thou bless me this is the first prayer we're going to pray that Lord I'm not leaving this place until you bless me what that means is not that you are not leaving. A lot of people say it means I'm not living here like see talker. I don't know. See talkie apa. Eh? See, see talk. We're not talking about the movement of like walking out of here. Do you get it? Which means that if he hasn't blessed, you should still be here. No. What it means is that in this encounter I have with you, I am imploring you to bless me. It is not the action of living. It means that whatever is done here, it cannot end till you have blessed me. Are you listening to me? So you are going to seriously pray that Lord, I will not live here until you bless me. This year, have you received 50,000 as a gift? Be honest. Be honest. Let's, let's talk. Mandela. Shikai. And then it's 50,000. Ibra. Tobias. Some people I mention your name, you'll just be offended for nothing. <laughs> Why are you getting offended? You have not received it. It's a fact. 
Some of you, December will come. They will say, oh, we are giving you package. End of year, it's not even up to 50,000. Huh? Yeah. Yes. It will give you vouchers for, for Carrefour. Right? Now, let me, t- sh- I, I asked, I said that to show you what the blessing is. The blessing is not the money. We get it wrong. The blessing is not the money. The blessing is that invisible thing on you that now draws the money. That draws that thing. The blessing is not the car. It is what brings the car. The blessing is not the money. So, that's why I said you haven't received it. You know why? Because what will draw it is not there. So, when you pray here today, and you live with the blessing on your head, it will draw it. Do you get it? It will now draw it. So don't look at the money. Those of you getting offended, I will not, they will not cheat me. Don't look at the money. It's not the blessing. It is that invisible presence that now calls the money. And you're going to get that pouring on your life today. I didn't hear your amen. Yeah. And you see, when you have it, like somebody called me, um, someone I know called me from outside the country, and he said, I I told you something, and I've not forgotten. I'll do it in July. I didn't ask the person. They, They understand. So there is an invisible something And it calls that blessing. Do you get it? Yeah. It calls that thing. So, I want you to believe God for that blessing on your life. Some of us are not praying. Amen. I hope you are not a church escort. You just escort others to this place. I hope you are not. I hope you came for yourself. Look around you and see see someone who has come for themselves. Or you see church escorts. Is there any church escorts around you? They are just escorting the rest of us. Is there anybody like that? Alright. We are coming to switch now. And we are going to pray for setting triggers in our lives. Nothing happens without a trigger. Certain things must be triggered. A lot of us have lived in the comfort zone for many years. And that's why nothing changes. Today, you're going to pray for triggers. And I'm going to Come at it in a direction. Go with me to Mark chapter 1. The verse 13 to 16. And he was there in the wilderness 40 days. Tempted of Satan. And was with the wild beasts. And the angels ministered unto him. Now after that John was put in prison. Jesus came into Galilee. Preaching the gospel of the kingdom of God and saying, 
the time is fulfilled and the kingdom of God is at hand. Repent ye and believe the gospel. Now as he walked by the sea of Galilee, he saw Simon and Andrew. He saw what? Simon and Andrew. If you are not saying it, why did you come here? He saw what? Those of you who are not saying it, why did you come here? He saw what? You see, because you didn't say it, when we come to pray for our Simon and our Andrew, your own will not come. Do you you see now? He saw who? Simon and Andrew, his brother, casting a net into the sea, and they were fishers. Amen? They were what? Fishers. Now, what I needed you to see in Mark 1 is the fact that John's death was a trigger for Jesus' ministry. Alright? Now, after John was put in prison, so the arrest of John triggered the inception of Jesus' ministry. So, there are some triggers that sets important events in your life in motion. Are you listening to me? Some of you, the day the family demon is bound, that's the trigger you need. And then things will open up. I didn't hear your amen. Some of you, you need a trigger that causes a turn in the events of your life. So, John's arrest was a trigger for Jesus' ministry. Amen. Now, what you need to do know is that in every event, every happening, everything that occurs, there is the supernatural side of it. Do you see? Some people live their entire lives and they never see the supernatural side of things. Maybe you don't know, but if John was not arrested, nobody would have gone to listen to Jesus. Uh Who did they know? John the Baptist. So there are some things you look at the supernatural side of it. They put John in and then Jesus came into Galilee. And then now he's preaching. Now they can hear him. You get the point now? But before then, all men went to John in the wilderness. Including the Pharisees and the Sadducees. They all left and went to John in the wilderness. Jesus was just a spectator. And then the supernatural providence of God triggered an arrest of John. And then the ministry of Jesus began. So 
Now, after that John was put in prison, Jesus came into Galilee. You see, you're not spiritual. So when I'm talking, you're like, eh, must they arrest John the Baptist for... Uh, that? You, your thinking is too carnal. <laughs> you see, allow God to operate. Don't want to... I mean, if God wanted John the Baptist arrested, why are you offended? So whatever God is going to trigger, you are not the one going to determine it. Some of you, the people you want to be alive are the people when they die, you will prosper. Okay, that one missed. It, it, just, it just passed here. I said some of you, the people you are fighting to keep alive are the ones fighting against your prosperity. But you are the one fighting to keep them alive. Me, I not, if, if God wants to kill somebody, I know. Do you understand? And God says, if this person dies, all that they've done against you, you know, their, their charms and witchcraft, I say, God, why did you waste time? Yeah. Me, I don't have the habit of arguing with God, though. No, 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 no. That's because I believe in what is called providence. Yes. If that is the problem, it has to be solved. Do you get it? I have no problem. Yes. I have no problem. If God tells me you are the reason the church is the way it is and you must die. Oh, God, release that death now. I'm not going to say, oh Lord, you know, I'm not kinder. I'm not going to try to be kinder than Jesus. No. Some of the people you're keeping alive are the ones that are against you, are the ones that are fighting you. And then you, in your ignorance, you are fighting hard to keep them what? Alive. (laughs) One lady went to church and the prophet did a prophetic direction. Eh? She lived with her grandmother. So, the prophet did a direction. He prayed over oil. Say oil. oil. Those of you don't believe anything. You know, everything must be, you know, plain, plain for you. So that day they prayed. Then the prophet was charged. He told everybody, get up and pick a stone. And they picked stones and they came to the church. And then the prophet anointed all their stones. In fact, this lady, she picked a very big one. For real. So he anointed it, they prayed, and then he asked that they throw it out of the window with force. The lady took a stand. You know, if you're low, you know what I'm talking about. You take a stand first, you know, and then you release. The lady released her stone. With force. It was Kesha. When she got home in the morning, the grandmother was dead. Her stomach had 
bloated as though she was pregnant with a nine-month-old baby. The stomach had bloated. She was throwing stones, but didn't know who the stone is going to. When she got, she, she was okay when she left for Kesha. Some of you, when you say you are going to church, the witches are okay. They're okay. They understand. But that day, something changed. Do you understand? Because all the young ladies that lived with this, they are, none of them married. Some things are a trigger for other things to happen. Are you listening to me at all? Or you, you are just kind by, by nature. So, there must be an event that triggers some supernatural things for your life. Amen? And some of us, there are no triggers at all. Me, when I look into my life, I can tell of triggers. Yes. I can, I can say this happened and that happened for me. I can look, I have several triggers. Do, do you get it? Yeah? I have several triggers. I can, I can tell you that this happened and after this happened, this is what took place. Now, after that, John was put in prison. It was the trigger for Jesus' ministry. Are you listening to me? Yeah? You see, many people are in what we call equilibrium. They're just in equilibrium. The equilibrium doesn't shake anything. You're just in a, a particular constancy, you know? It's the same people that hate you, that are around you. They sit in front of your desk. It's the same people, you know, life goes on year after year. There's no triggers. I don't know if somebody's understanding me. Yeah, there's no triggers. Me, I, I like triggers. Yes, I like triggers. Yeah. When my shepherds behave some way, it's a trigger. Oh yeah, it's a trigger to something else. I, I, there, there must be some triggerings that launches you to your next level. And John's putting in prison was what launched the ministry of our Savior Jesus Christ. So, what I want us to do, alright, is to pray for the spirit of revelation. Oh yeah. For spiritual understanding about the happenings in our lives. Some of us, things are happening, but we don't know. Yeah, we are oblivious of it. We, we can't sense. Amen? And some things are going to be set in motion. So you need the spirit of revelation, and you need the spirit of wisdom. Yes, you need the spirit of understanding. So you can see exactly what is being triggered. If this happens, where must I go? Where must I step? Where must I land? Where must I stop? The, those are the things that help to bring the totality of your establishment. Are you listening to me? Yeah. Huh. Goliath was shouting 
for 40 days and 40 nights. It was David's trigger. I mean, how do you explain one person going mad for 40 days, shouting, I'll kill all of you, I'll do this. One man was mad for 40 days, cursing the children of God, David's trigger. His brothers were there, but they couldn't see the trigger. When David came, he said, this guy who is talking like this, what will be done for him if he deals with this guy? You see, he could tell that, you see, you don't just go and fight Goliath. You need a spirit of revelation. So he asked, what will be done? So the king will give him his daughter to marry. Really? And the guy has been shouting and none of you have fought. According is the king's daughter ugly. He didn't say that. (laughs) Do you understand? But he saw the trigger. Do you get it? He saw the trigger. His brothers were in the army. He was not in the army. What did David do? He just brought bread. Papa says, I should bring you mukate. It's been a while you left the house. I'm sure you've not eaten mommy's mukate. So I brought you bread. Ah! Then the guy came out. Thank God that David was around when Goliath spoke. Do you get it? Some of you, there's an empty position. Instead of being triggered, there's a trigger. Move, do something. Then you say, how did you know how to? But you lack the speed of revelation. You're always slow. Eh? Nobody told me to go and do anything. The person in that place is not there. What are you waiting for? Is a trigger. But you need the spirit of revelation, the spirit of understanding to know that, uh uh-uh, the waters have been stirred. The waters have been Are you listening to me? So, he came and talked to him and said, what will be done? You know? So, David heard them. So, he heard the words of Goliath. Alright, let's go. 24, 24. And all the men of Israel, when they saw the man, fled from him and were so afraid. Everybody is running. David is saying, ah, can't you guys see? This is a trigger. This is a trigger. Before then, who knew David? Nobody. Nobody. Who knew David? Nobody. Men of war are fleeing. Verse 25. And the men of Israel, have you seen this man that is come up? Surely to defy Israel, is he come up? You see, storytellers. Yes. There are some people, they stay in church. They know all the stories from the beginning of Love Springs. Back and now. The only story they don't know is the next story for the next 170 days. Do you know we have 170 days left in a year? Yeah. You didn't know. That's the only story they don't know. And they they don't know because it hasn't happened yet. (laughs) Do, Do you get it? It hasn't happened yet. It hasn't happened yet. So they don't know. They are storytellers. Instead of looking out for triggers, David could see a trigger. They couldn't see. And it shall be that the man who killeth him 
the king will enrich him with great riches. Aye. So you are hearing great riches. He still hasn't moved anything in you. So there are some people you paint opportunities. If you like, go and stand on KICC. Draw the biggest picture of opportunity. They will still say, oh, you are drawing. <laughs> to see beyond do, do, you, do you understand? To see what is he drawing? No. You are drawing. No. The opportunity is in what you can see. Huh. Oh. The opportunity is in what you can see that nobody sees. Try talking to some people here about opportunities. Oh, Nikweli. Okay. That's all. No triggers. No triggers. And that is one reason we are, we are just, I don't see movement. Oh. I don't see movement. I don't see, I, me, I'm always on the move. I'm always, I'm always on, I don't see movement. Many young men are stuck in one place, stuck in one situation, stuck in one condition. They can't see triggers. But you can't blame them because it takes the spirit of revelation to see what is in something. And some people, even when they see, they just sit down. It's hot. It has become conference teaching. <laughs> they understand? Huh? The king will enrich him. So you don't want to be rich. How are you hearing the king will enrich him and he's not moving you? That's why sometimes there are things you hear in that movie, it, it, it shocktalizes some of us. <laughs> because if someone has heard, if someone has seen, they would have picked an opportunity from it. And will give him his daughter and make his father's house free in Israel. 26. And David spoke to the men that stood by him saying, what shall be done to the man that killed this Philistine and take it away the reproach from Israel? So he asked again, for who is this uncircumcised Philistine that he should defy the armies of the living God? And the people answered him after this same man, uh, this man has said. So, those of you who get tired of hearing the same thing, David asked. He was told the same thing. Then he asked again. He was told the same thing. So it shall be done to that man that killeth him. And Eliab, his elder brother, eldest brother. Now let's look at the Pharisees. This is the first Pharisee. Heard when he spake unto the men, and Eliab's anger was killed kindled against David and he said why camest down hither and with whom hast thou left those few sheep in the wilderness his own brother his own brother part of the man who has heard the king will enrich you and he wasn't moved the same guy who heard and the king will give you his daughter to marry and he wasn't moved. The same guy who had, and your father's house shall be free in Israel. And he wasn't moved. He is now angry that David is asking questions. 
Me, I've seen people in the church. When somebody comes to church and they are doing well, they don't like it. They hate it. The Eliabs in the church, they are real. Some people will set traps intentionally to cause somebody who should be doing... In, I'm not talking about secular workplaces you come from. Whatever trap is there, exists, is there. There are people always conniving. I'm talking about in the church. I know thy pride. <laughs> and the naughtiness of thine heart. For thou art come down that thou mayest see the battle. Mumu brother. Me who has come and have heard that the king will enrich him. And I moved. Me that has come and the king will give him a daughter and I moved. Me that I've heard that my father's house will be free in Israel and I'm triggered. I have come to see battle. I have not come to see battle. I came to do battle. Look at it. Verse 29. And David said, what have I done? What have I now done? Is that not a cause? So he's talking about trigger. Cause and effect. What you see me doing is as a result of a cause. I have been triggered. Today you are understanding this verse. Yes. I've been triggered. Is there not a cause? There's a reason I'm triggered to be here. You see, circumstances told the father, send this young boy with bread to his brothers. There's a madman who is his trigger. This is how David is going to rise up 30 and he turned from him toward another. So he turned away from Eliab, his elder brother, eldest brother. I said, this kind listening to these brothers from the same house doesn't make sense. And he spoke to another person after the same manner. And the people answered him again after the former manner. <laughs> Some of you, if you come and ask us the same question in 2029, we'll tell you the same answer. Those of you who are here looking for some weird things, it's the same thing. <laughs> 31. And when the words were heard, we David spake, they rehearsed them before Saul, and he sent for him. Huh? There's a guy saying he can fix that computer. They spoke, spoke and then the manager heard it. So, bring him here. Are you the guy who says you can fix this thing? He said, yes. We brought experts, so don't mind the experts. They don't know much, but I can fix it. Yeah, a trigger, a trigger. There's an empty space higher than where you are. It has been left, but you are not triggered. I say you are not triggered. That's why you haven't occupied it yet. So you must recognize the triggers. And David said to Saul, let no man's heart fail because of him. Thy servant will go and fight with this Philistine. Chai. I love the Bible. Triggers. Are you here? So you're going to pray for the spirit of revelation, for spiritual understanding about the happenings around your life. Amen? Now, under that, we're praying that God will give you the spirit of revelation to understand uh, the events that are happening around you. Uh, the spirit of revelation so you understand the events that are happening in your life. Do you get it? 
and then you give you the spirit of revelation to understand the events that are happening in the world now. Some of you, you only live in Umoja. So you only know Umoja news. Any other happening in the world no concern you. Some of you, if I ask you what has happened in the world the last few hours, you don't know. For example, if you are uh, a trader, if you're a trader, um, either in stocks or crypto or um, forex, right? If you're a trader, your fortunes depend on what is happening in the world as we speak. So you must be able to interpret the movement of the world in a particular direction and then make a decision. And by your ability, am I boring you? You don't want to make money, Abby. (laughs) By your ability to interpret world events and make correct decisions, you can become a millionaire. Is that simple? But I know it's not simple for you. Yeah. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. They killed the prime minister of Japan. What will that do? It will do this. It, it's okay. Let me go and put my money here. That's it. You. And then, oh, let me remove it before they, they bury the prime minister. That, that decision. <laughs> okay. That, that, this, that understanding, do you get it? Of what has happened. And then your ability to interpret it will make you money. But we know that you are only interested in who slept with who in Omoja last. That's, that's all. I saw her coming out of my neighbor's, my neighbor's, my neighbor's room. You know, the other day, Pastor Edwin was telling me about, uh, he was educating me about the work of shame. I didn't know that there was something called the work of shame. So he was educating me. I've, I've learned many things from my pastors. They always teach me things. <laughs> so he was telling me about the work of shame. You, you are only interested in the work of shame. And it hasn't put anything in your pocket. When I do a work of shame. <laughs> All your gossips hasn't put one shilling in your pocket. You need the spirit of revelation. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. Me, when you're talking to me, I'm looking, I'm, I'm hearing you, and then I go deeper. What, what can I fetch from what you're saying? And then, I have interesting talks with people, and it has always given birth to something in my life. Yeah. You, it's just talk, normal talk. Me, I talk and I pick something. This can be done. That will result in this. That will result in that. Yeah. Some of you, what you wanted to do, you have been doing it in your head since 2020. Yes. And you're still doing it in your head. Huh? 
Sometimes people come and tell Apostle, I want to do this. When they tell me, I expect to see triggers. Do you understand? I, sometimes I wait for trigger. Amen. Amen. So the spirit of revelation is important. Otherwise, you'll be blind. Always. Yeah. If, if they like, let them bring one sack of pounds and slump your head with the when the bag tears and op so ni paper too. Somebody will say pounds telling. You will say paper. Why? You're blind. You're blind. Are you listening to me at all? Hey. If you're going to prosper, these are the prayers you pray. Oh, yes. Have you ever seen money drop from the sky? How would you get the money? There will be something happening and the spirit of revelation will give you an understanding. Yes. Go and ask businessmen who are millionaires how they got into an opportunity that has led them where they are today. Their eyes opened. Yes. You know why many of us we, know we don't benefit from many things? Is because by the time our eyes is opening, the market is choked. When they started selling tomatoes, there was only two people. How did you hear about it after one million have started selling tomatoes? Who wants to buy from the millionth person? <laughs> but somebody saw the revelation. Do you understand? Yeah. In Kenya, every year, they look for something to promote. There was one time they were promoting um, quail eggs. <laughs> Which year was that? It was one of the years. They, they were promoting they're promoting, yes, quail eggs. <laughs> and people made money from quail eggs. Hey, they came with fat. When you eat quail eggs, your heart will be CG war. Hey, everybody went into quail eggs. Some people became a millionaire from the quail eggs. Why? The person saw it first. By the time your own quail eggs have come, everybody is tired of quail eggs. Then they move to another thing. Yes. This year they have moved to jackfruit. Is it called jackfruit? Is it dragon fruit? There's jackfruit and then there's dragon fruit. Yes. And someone has a big farm of it and he's making money. You, you are seeing dragon fruit. Somebody is seeing money. So you have to pray for the spirit of revelation. I think there should be another prayer for those of you who actually see but you don't do anything. Uh, Pastor Edu is one of them. (laughs) Did you hear what I said? Oh, you didn't hear what I said? Now that's what they are promoting. (laughs) It's not flower. If I was you. (laughs) It looks like yogurt. (laughs) Careful. So we're going to pray for the spirit of revelation. If somebody holds your hand. 
and takes you to a place. Say, come with me. And you get to the place. Would you leave the place with something like, would you leave the place with your eyes open? That's what we're talking about. Those of you who are blind, they can hold your hand and, and take you to a place. When they open the door, you see gold bars, gold bars, gold bars. Then when, when you leave the place, then you ask the person, what were those yellow, yellow things? You see, I need to explain your situation to you so you know why you must pray for the spirit of revelation. Some people enter a place and they don't leave till they live with something. Some people, they walk in and out, in and out, in and out. No revelation. Amen? Amen, church? Pray, pray for the spirit of it will make the difference between the next millionaire in this church and the guy who is still broke in the church to make the difference. Yes. When computers started, the first people who saw the revelation are still billionaires. The reason there is no African who is a tech giant like Bill Gates or the Steve Jobs is because we were interpreting the computer as the devil's CG word, you know. <laughs> AI has come. People are using it to make money. As for we Africans, we are only the users. I was looking for something and it suggested um, an AI to me. When I looked at it, the AI, they're asking me to pay for the AI. Yes. <laughs> Not free. Not free. So somebody has, whatever, however they do, and they get the AI to do whatever. Someone is making, has monetized AI. Do you understand? There are guys here Okay, if I say it, Robert won't come to church tomorrow. So, if I say what I want to say, he won't come to church tomorrow. So, let me just give the prayer and we move. Get the point now. <laughs> there used to be two of his kind. One left and lefted him here. <laughs> I don't know the one who's left if he's making money out of AI. Please call him and ask him. I said, if he has made money from AI, he should send me some. You know who I'm talking about. Stop pretending. <laughs> hey, if you touch my baby, you will be in trouble. <laughs> it's a new song. <laughs> Anyway, but I hope I've, I've said something to someone. My greatest, my greatest letdown 
as a person is the people I surround myself with. My greatest letdown. Because let me tell you something. God is going to show you something. That's where Andrew and comes in. We're going to pray for that. Yeah, I think it's time I pray some of you away from my life. Including some pastors. Yes. My greatest letdown is the people I surround myself with. You know what? God is going to give you an idea. When Facebook started, it wasn't one guy. There were two or three of them. They said, let's do this. And they started. One said, ah, I don't see where the... And he sold whatever, collect. Yeah, and then pay me off. I'm gone. My greatest problem is that I have people who cannot see what I see. And because, and when you have people who cannot see what you see, they will not lift a finger to do anything. That's, that would be my greatest problem. <laughs> do you understand? <laughs> if I host you, Elvina, <laughs> I'm not seeing it. Yeah, so you see how it feels. When you can see something, do you get it? And then a person you're showing cannot see. That's been my biggest problem. <laughs> hey, by now, Oa would be one of my biggest business partners. This girl you are seeing. Yes. 2018? 2018? 18? 19? 2019? Like now, you'll be counting millions and I'm counting millions. Do you know when it took her to see clearly this year three months ago (laughs) and after her eye don't clear she has decided to be nice to me pre-adventure I'll revisit (laughs) yes Hmm. You, you get it yeah otherwise this one she doesn't even have to look for a job that she's working for Siju who then somebody say I'm paying you this she would have been my business partner and be making money <laughs> say the spirit of revelation <laughs> one day I, I told Jackie something she's the only person who responded only that my heart wasn't really, but I saw an opportunity, and, and I told her, she came to me and badged me once or twice, then she retired. By now, she also had been my business partner. I mean, I'm always into partnerships. Yes. I showed her something. Yes. And then, I relaxed. Then she came and pushed me, kidogo. You know, then I relaxed. She pushed me again, I, he said, this man, I cannot be pushing a grown man. <laughs> I am always showing people opportunities. Yeah. Sometimes, you know what I'm looking for? That I show somebody an opportunity. Then they say, can we partner? No, they don't. They don't. They don't. 
They go and say, Apostle, just preach the Bible. <laughs> I'm preaching Mark 1. <laughs> Careful. So, we'll come to prayer that will meet all your divinely appointed people. Yeah. Unless you meet them, you won't break through. Careful. Say this after me. Say, God works through people. Say it again. God works through people. I want you to say it again. God works through people. Or I should say, God works. Okay. Say this after me. Say, God works through people. Say it again. God works through people. Say to yourself, say, I know that God works through people. This singular truth, if you believe it, can change your life. If you're waiting for angels to show up in your room, you will wait, you will die, and then you go and wait more. Say this after me. God works. God works through people. If you don't respect people, God won't do much in your life. Say this, God works through people. There are certain things that should happen in your life. And they will only happen when the divinely appointed people for your life show up. If you don't believe what I'm saying, take me as an example in this church. If you say, I want to measure where apostle is, the measure of where I am is the measure of the people I met. Not that one is not gifted, not that one is not prayerful, not that one cannot see, not that one can, does not work. No, the people. So your life is a reflection of the people in it. I said your life is a reflection of the people in it. You are three drunkards. You are the third drunkard. Your life is a reflection of the people in it. We're coming to pray that the divinely appointed people for your life will appear this year. Do you understand what I'm saying to you? 
There are some doors that will not open till you meet the right person. There are some assistance you won't get till you meet the right person. And we're not talking about your academic qualification. We're talking about what has been divinely programmed. You see, when it's divinely programmed, then it's not about what you can do, what you have, the papers you have or don't have. It's about who has been connected to your life. That's it. Do you get it? This, This one here. This is Momo here. Yeah. He was looking for a place to go and do. See, do what? Yes. So, I called somebody. I called an important person. And so, I have, at that time, he was my son. Now, I don't know. At that time, he was my son. So, I called an important person. And I said, oh, my son, he needs a place to do this. So, the person said, oh, Really? Then the person asked me, what did he study? I said, oh, he, I, did, I didn't even know what he studied. So I came back. I said, what did you study? He told me, I said, oh, he said he has studied this. Then the person, they, I was given two places for him, you know. Then he became the falling cherub that covers. Right? So he thought that I only do it. But the thing about me is that you and I can be fighting about blue. But there is a case for red. We can talk about red. Blue is a different thing. Yes, that's, a lot of people don't know that about me. Yes. We are angry about blue. But then what is on the table is red. So we are talking about red. I am mature enough to put the blue issue aside. And we deal with. Then when you bring the blue issue, we tackle the blue. That's, I, anyway, you, you may never know. I pray you marry a man like that. I say, I pray you marry a man like that. Do you know the consequence of marrying a man like that? You can still be angry and you make love. You got a point. After making love, we'll continue fighting. You got a point now. Mandela doesn't agree with what I'm saying. But how, how, how would he know? How would he know? Careful. <laughs> how would he know? Mandela, how would you know? <laughs> you ne- they'll never know. You see, so... He thought I wasn't going to do it. And I, I, I pressed for him, you know. And, but the good thing is I, I got another important call. Is I got another important call. And the person says, your son, he's a good boy. In my head, I'm like. He said, he said your son, he's never late. Yeah. I, I got a feedback, you know. Your son, he said, he's never late. He said, the, the person is now telling me that his, his, his boss now is even frustrated with his, like, his time, how he keeps time. Do, do you understand? He said, by the time she's on her way, 
he gets, she gets an email. I'm already in the office. What should I do? You see, that's the training. That's the training. And if I didn't do anything right at all, I, I, at least I told myself that the falling cherub is keeping time. <laughs> the cherub that covers. You see, some of you don't know what we are talking about. Because you don't come for midweek service. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So, <laughs> so this same person told me, this one, if he wants to have a job after whatever, he can easily have a job. I don't, I don't know if it's for falling cherubs, but you, know, you get the point now. Yes, but what I'm saying to you is that the happiness in your life will be as a result of the people you know. Oa, I mean, she's trying to be nice to me these days. I I didn't know Oa can be nice, by the way. (laughs) She's trying to be nice to me, you know. But she said something that made absolute sense to me. You know, that somebody who is trying to help her is, she said, my mother's friend. Do you understand? You see, some of you, eh, if you don't begin thinking, you reach a place and there will be nobody to help your children. He says, my mother's friend. Did I get it right? Yes. So you see... Anything that will happen through this person is as a result of who was placed in her life. When I was growing up and I go to funerals, was I growing up or I was grown? I only get, I meet people, they ask my uncles, who are these? Like we look like the rest of the family, but they don't know us. They say, who are these? Then they'll be told, oh, these are so-so-and-so's children. Then once they mention my father's name, they'll start, oh, your father helped me when I was... Then they'll tell me, oh, your father, this event, that's all I've ever had. My father has helped you. Why are you not helping me? That's all I've ever had. You know what I'm saying to you? Yes. So there are things that should happen in your life you joke with this prayer. You joke with this prayer. You will play Ligindogo in Kayole. Your children will grow up and play with the children of the ones you played Ligindogo with. Is that what you want? In nineteen ninety. 96, I lived in a certain place with my mother. So I decided to take my son to see the place. He has, never, he has no idea how places like that look. I decided to take him for a ride. And I took him. I parked the car somewhere. We got down. And we started walking in the corners. I told him, this is what my school was. Can you see? It's different from your school. When I compare the school he, w- he went to and the school I went, it's like day and night. When that school was in existence, there was gravels. One part of the punishment was to kneel in the gravels. 
him. We pass here, pass here. Then I saw a guy say, Hey, Ali, Ali is still in the hood. <laughs> Ali is still in the hood. Ali's father owns the school. So Ali is still held in the hood. <laughs> yeah. I, I had fellowship members. I took people to Accra. I took them on a tour in the, the place where the fellowship, my ministry started, of course. And as I was pointing houses to them, somebody came by and said, Hey, Bra Raymond. And once the person says, Bra Raymond, the person knew me from the 90s. Still a girl in the hood. I listen to me. Some of you, when God even the people show up, you trivialize the relationship. Yes. An important person will call you. You don't even pick your phone call. You see, you cannot say amen now. Your phone is always in, on muteja. Mute. Patikana. Patikana, you go. <laughs> now, somebody is listening to me. Yeah. They are divinely placed people. Yes. If they don't show up, I'm telling you, if you like and pray, pray from here all the way to Machakos. Just pray. When you reach Machako, pray. Come back. Then pray. Go back. If they don't show up, nothing moves in your life. So those of you who are into trivializing relationships. Yeah? Others are into turning the relationship to be what it is not. Somebody can help you with money without being your mubaba. Do you understand? Don't change the relationship. Just don't change it. Yeah, don't change it. Are you listening to me? Yeah, don't change it. Yeah, don't turn the relationship into some way. Don't change it. Yeah. You see, you cannot say amen there. So, there are certain things that can't be accomplished in your life. Alright? Without certain people. Yeah. That's because they are connected to your destiny. As I'm standing here, I'm still praying for the right people that my destiny is connected to. I've realized that <laughs> it's not the Bluetooth is not connecting. I have tried to connect my Bluetooth to your Bluetooth, and I've realized that the pairing is impossible. So as you are praying, me too, I'm praying. I'm praying for pastors. I'm praying for shepherds. You know, with correct Bluetooth connection. With the right Bluetooth connection, I can just be in a distance and I'll tell my Bluetooth connect, they'll get it. When I do this, they go, ah, this is what must be done. Yeah. But when the pairing Bluetooth, China Bluetooth is not connecting, hey, if I like, nothing will happen. I got, nothing will happen. Yes. It will just be aggravation. The Bluetooth is trying to repair. Cannot connect. Yeah. So the first prayer is we're going to pray 
that whoever God has chosen, do you understand, for your destiny, all right, will be found. Oh, yeah. The person must be found. Me, my own is missing. The person must be found. Oh, yeah. I spoke to Sam the other day and someone who could help him. And he knew the person could help him. You see? And the person said, come. And he went. He was disappointed when the person didn't talk about anything to do with why he went to see the person. Yes. And you see, when he gave me the feedback, I connected something. Your destiny doesn't lie with everybody. There is that one person. And the person must show up. The person must show up. There are people I have around me, I can tell that somehow I am connected, they are connected to me. Yes. Pastor Edwin is connected to me. Yes. Pastor Edwin is the only mumu who hasn't left me. The others are wise, so they have left it. Yes, he's the only... Because, listen, if you are wise, you won't be with me. He's not wise. <laughs> Do you understand? He's not wise. He's still with me. The others became wise. Mm, there's no money in the ministry. There's no... I'd, I've never taken church money and given Pastor Edu before. He's still here. I don't know why he's here. Yeah. It has to be something beyond... Do you, do you get it? It has to be some. The reason is around. Has to be something beyond just money. Yes. It's divine connection. Yes, I was connected to his wife. Then she disconnected. Hey, the first person I, I was called is his favor. Then the Bluetooth unpaired. As Omar, it was just a connection to bring me Pastor Edwin. Yes. Yeah, that's it. That's it. Once he entered my life, he has never walked out. He has, once he walked in, I remember the day he walked in. He walked in on a red carpet. Yes. No, no, he walked in on, um, red carpet is another person. (laughs) He walked in at Kenya Polytechnic. Yes, with a very bad BMW. I'll tell you that story. God was connecting us over engine that will not move after church. <laughs> you see, if it's about just material things, imagine it wouldn't have uh, after church, after I finished preaching, then I'll see him in the parking and he's waiting for somebody. Then I'll go and then we'll be looking at the engine. I'll be looking at the I don't know anything about engine, but he's looking at engine. Then we'll be talking. Do you understand? I'll say, ah, this guy, like some pastors, he's broke. He doesn't have anything. You know, why should I waste my time? No, the connection is divine. I'm saying that he's the one that has... Don't worry about this one or this one. Is there another pastor? This, that's all, ah. Or about this one. Yes. They, they came in when we were high up in the tower. Sonalax. Sonalax. Sonalax, Sonalax. Uh-huh. He, he came when I was down. Hill Selassie. 
kwa polytechnic yes with his bad bmw yes so every time after church we talk over the bmw you know <laughs> um, if there are four sundays in a month the bmw breaks down almost three sundays Sometimes I'll be waiting for Pastor Edu. Maybe he doesn't. And then the BMW has stopped on Valley Road. He says, I'm not going. (laughs) You get the point now? This is the connection. And you see, I can tell you how beneficial he's been to my life. Yeah. I don't know if I've been beneficial to his life, but... His Bluetooth connection is intact. Yes. Yeah. yes. It has paired. You understand? Yeah. This one remove her Bluetooth connection. It is no more in pair mode. Yeah. I can show you people that my Bluetooth connection is. Yes. Some people are here, they are put off their Bluetooth. <laughs> I'm searching, but there's no connection. I'm scanning, but there's no connection. (laughs) No devices are available. They are here all right, but you see, there's no connection. Yes, there's no connection. (laughs) Switched off. They've switched off their Bluetooth. May you not switch off your Bluetooth on your divinely appointed person. I pray that this prayer will open your eyes. Yeah. Next time you are in the supermarket, somebody goes, hello, hello, sister. Don't start shouting. I can't be praying this prayer and somebody is just, excuse me. Don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. Be calm. Turn around and then smile. Yes. And then you say, hello, brother. Don't do through the, oh, oh, excuse me, sir. No, it's too late. <laughs> I'm saying, be nice. Yes. I was driving down to church last Sunday and I saw a church member. That church member I saw if, yes, the person is here. If I was a single young man and I saw her dressed like she dressed, I wouldn't approach her. Do you understand? Because Sunday morning, when I saw the sister, she had a look on her face that says, keep off. But me, if you are my church member, I can locate you everywhere. So I, I located, so I went and parked the car and I waited for the sister to pass the corner and come. And then I saw, then when she saw me, she started smiling. So I said, sit down. Yeah. And I brought the church member 
Yes, but I'm saying, I'm saying, if I was just a stranger and I saw the sister and I like her, it will have to take all the courageous soldiers in the Kenyan Defense Force before I, because the person looked like she can just use her bag. The only reason I knew I was save was because the, she knew me. So, once, and once she saw me, she said, yeah. But I wondered, because when I passed by the person, I wondered, why doesn't this person smile? I mean, you, you should be, somebody should be wondering, what is it? You should, I mean, have a certain... You, are you sure you want to know? <laughs> Some of you, if we see you and you don't see us, you know yourselves. Like you are your true element. The sister was just... Hey! That's the first thing I noticed about the sister. The sister was wearing a nice, beautiful dress. I didn't see the dress. I saw the face. May I submit to you that people see your face? Have a nice face on. You see, only married people should walk around like that. (laughs) I said only married people should walk around with that face I saw the sister with. You know why? Because you don't need anybody talking to you. Yes. Favor should walk around the supermarket with that face. Yes. She doesn't need anybody talking to her. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. And then she goes home and talks to the one that God has divinely connected her to. But if you are single... Yes, if you are single and searching, have a very nice demeanor. Demeanor. Do you understand? Yeah. We shouldn't look at you and think, who are you preparing to kill? You know. So they are divinely appointed people. Say amen. That's how your divinely appointed people will be driving a Range Rover and pass by. And then you say, hey, she has frowned. Oh, let me go. Hmm. I don't travel. She has frowned. Now I know why the brothers are not coming to some of you. I'm telling you with that face, you needed about 200 soldiers to be behind you before you say, excuse me, sister. Then when she sees the soldier, she says, yes, can I help you? Yeah. Yeah, battalion. Yeah. Yeah, I can have a face on you, can't approach me. It's true. You also have that. But you, you are single. So change it. El Pichas sang is audacious. Yes, audacious. Yes. I was surprised when she 
got to Kotoka International Airport and looked at an immigration officer and said, if you give me the visa, give me the visa. If not, give me my passport. Let me go back to my country. (laughs) By now, who knows? Should I be married to a Ghanaian immigration officer? point now. Yes, so by now, maybe the officer was holding a passport for long because hey, how do I how do I talk to this fine sister? How do I the sister say, give me my passport or I go back to my country. <laughs> yes. Another pastor was been told of nice hotels in town. Do you understand? <laughs> be nice. Eh? Be what? Yes, be nice. Your divinely appointed people will come because of your niceness also. Yeah. I don't know if Elvina is nice outside of this church. Is she nice? (laughs) When she wants something. In the estate. Come on, tell me. Tell me stories, tell me. Hey, in the estate. It's easy. These are the people I should be praying for. Yes. Yes. They know how to befriend everybody. Yeah. You, you don't have a friend. Do you get a point now? Yeah. You don't have a friend. Some of you, when I look at you, I don't need a prophet to tell me you don't have a friend. <laughs> Rinson, are you listening? <laughs> so, Listen. Your classmates, your classmates, your area mates, two are poor, poorest, poorest, and you are their best friend. It's three poor people. I'm talking about you need a divinely appointed person. Me, I have friends at my level, then I have friends or people beyond me. Then I have people me too I can say I am above. That's how your life should be balanced. Yes. People above you. Do you get it? Yeah. And then people at your do you get it? If you want to talk about the uh, FM balance of your Mpesa people at your level. Charlie, my balance is 97.2. What is yours? Uh-huh. Then you have above you somebody whose balance is weighty. And then you have somebody that your 97.2 balance is a miracle. You have 97.2. They are surprised. Yes. Yeah. I went to Accra 
And uh, a friend of mine from school asked me, come and see me. So I went. And he's a bank, he's a, a manager, one of the... So I went all the way to his floor. When I got to the security and then he said, where are you going? He said, please come, come. The ushering was different. Then I passed by a pool of other people in the hall. And then I entered his office. Hey, everybody was looking at me. Everybody was looking at me. Everybody was looking at me. And then as we sat there, we talked. I was with my brother and he knows my brother. So he says, so, so. he's even downstairs in the car. So bring him. He also came. We sat there, we talked. Talk. Then when we got out and we were going, somebody called me from the pool. Is it, do you know what I mean? From the pool. Yes. And now I was with my friend. Then the person called me from the multitude. I said, I haven't seen you in a long time. I, as I speak to you, I don't even remember where I know him from. I suspect I know him from Presec or something. Yeah. And I attended school Presec with also this particular guy. Yes. So there must be people Kwaju. People Kwaya level. Eh? And then Alafu Chini Amaji. <laughs> you understand what I'm saying? Yes. It should make sense to you so that you pray for your chosen person to appear. Yeah. <laughs> Some of you, if you're in trouble, eh? You, there's nobody to call. When you look at your phone, when you look at your phone, and you can tell by how you have saved the people on your phone. When you see, you see Sumboa, house girl. <laughs> then you say, uh, Valerie, cleaning girl. What you need, if you call cleaning girl, you won't get it. Do, do you understand? Yes. But when you save somebody, you save Felix, stroke UN. Then um, you, you save Faith, dash, CBK. I get in a point now. Do you want us to go to your phone? Okay, that one is when you need a prophet. No, that one is not prayer. It's when you need a prophet. Let's go to your contact list. Yeah? You, you say, Joro Wamtura. <laughs> then there is, uh, there is Kosge, Boda Boda. Boda. Do you want us to go to your contact? Then you write Kamau Chapati. The story is going to change. Amen. Still on the same. We're going to pray that God will guide us to meet our divinely appointed people.
Now, the first prayer is different from this. We are saying they will be found. That's the first. Now, you'll be guided to meet. Now, that involves movement. I didn't hear your amen. Amen. It involves what? Movement. There are some people you cannot meet them unless you move. Hmm. Do you understand? Yes. One sister was in a certain place and she sent me a message. She said, Apostle, I am meeting people here. Every one of them smell like money. Movement. I said movement. Some of you, no matter what we do, you say you will die in Shorimoyo. (laughs) Say movement. Careful. Say movement. Ruth could never have met Boaz. She was married before. She's a widow. Let me live in Moab. Then the grandmother, the the mother-in-law says, I'm going to Israel, Bethlehem. Says, I'm coming with you. Movement. She leaves Moab, ends up in Bethlehem, and then when they got to the mother-in-law's house, she says, I have to find something doing. Movement. Some of you are unemployed, but you're always in the house. Move, no movement. You see, you cannot say amen now. Movement. So she goes out to the fields to glean from the fields of what is left over. So there's this day she returns and the mother-in-law says, whose field did you go to? Then she says, and her hap, no, go, what verse was that? Was of the kindred and her half was on a part belonging, was of the kindred of Elimelech. Give me verse 4. Okay, so give me 2 verse 1. Chapter 2 verse 1. And Naomi had a kinsman of her husband, a mighty man of, of wealth of the family of Elimelech and his name was what? Boaz. And Ruth the Moabite said unto Naomi, let me now go to the field and glean ears of corn after him in whose sight I shall find what? Grace. And she said unto her, go my daughter. Verse 3. And she went and came and gleaned in the field after the reapers. 
and her harp was to light on a part of the field belonging unto Boaz, who was of the kindred of Elimelech. She could have gone anywhere. She found herself in the fields of Boaz. Movement. Verse 4. And behold, Boaz came from Bethlehem and said unto the reapers, The Lord be with you. And they answered him, The Lord bless thee. This is a good way to greet your employees. The Lord be with you. Then they also look at you and tell you, The Lord bless thee. Wow. Beautiful. <laughs> then said Boaz unto his servant that was set over the reapers, Whose damsel is this? Some of you, you want to meet a man, but you never go out. I don't know if it's an angel you want to meet. Sometimes, look at me and stop giving me those hard faces. It won't solve your problem. What I'm coming to tell you will solve your problem. Sometimes you are broke. You only have 1,000, but take yourself to a restaurant and sit there like you own the restaurant. And be eating on your own. Je, je, je. Boaz will come and say, what a damn cell. Hey, listen, me, eh? I don't need anything. Me, I don't need anything. So I don't go out. Yeah, rarely do I go out. Rarely do I go out. Rarely do I go I don't need anything. I don't need to meet a new girl. I don't need to meet a new woman. Do you understand? I can lock myself up for days if I want to. You, you cannot lock up yourself. So this one, you, you keep locking yourself. We don't understand. Do you understand what I'm saying to you? Of course, I'm not saying go and start throwing yourself at men. That's not what I'm teaching. I say you can meet a nice person. A respectable person. Careful. Yeah. Since some people started going up, they've started polishing up. You know? When you start going out, you soon you see that you have to polish up. You, un- you understand? You have to put something black here. You have to put something black here. Yeah, you just see that, Charlie, you have to start putting black, black things. <laughs> She went out, movement. And then the guy, Boaz says, whose damsel is this? Whose damsel is this? Yes, Boaz was a low. So Boaz was saying, whose jabber is this? <laughs> Careful. And the servant that was set over the reapers answered, and said, it is the Moabitish damsel that came back with Naomi out of the country of Moab. And she said, I pray you, let me glean and gather after. So she went, got home. The mother-in-law looked at it and said, wow, whose field did you glean in? You understand? Then she told the mother-in-law, where hast thou gleaned to today? And where rotest thou? Blessed be the he that did take knowledge of thee. So, you see that Naomi was a prophetess. Yeah. Somebody has taken notice of you today. Yeah. Somebody has taken notice of you. How does she know? It's because of what she brought back. 
And you see, it's when someone takes notice of you that something is given to you. So, it's a blessed be he that did take knowledge of thee. And she showed her mother-in-law with whom she had wrought and said, the man's name with whom I wrought today is Boaz. And Naomi said, what are Venus people doing? And Naomi said unto her daughter-in-law, Blessed be he of the Lord who had not left of his kindness to the living and to the dead. And Naomi said unto her, The man is near of kin unto us and one of our next kinsmen. So Naomi was telling uh, Ruth that this guy is a family member. The sonko in the family. Do you get it? The sonko in the Verse 21, so since he is the soko in the family and Ruth the Mormon said unto me also, thou shalt keep fast by my young men. He said unto me, so she is now telling the man that, oh the man told me that I should be near his young men until they have ended all my harvest. So for the period of the harvest Ruth was guaranteed an income. You shall keep fast in fact, just give me NLT. Let me move with NLT quick. And Naomi said, Then Ruth said, Was come and stay with his harvesters until the entire harvest is what? Completed. 22. Good. Naomi exclaimed, Do as he said, my daughter, stay with his young men right through the whole harvest. You might be harassed in other fields. But you will be safe with him. You need somebody to show you where you should go. This one you are sipangwingwing. You need somebody to show you where you should. Yes, guidance. Guide me to find my Boaz. Are you listening to me? So Ruth worked alongside the women in Boaz fields and gathered grain with them until the end of of the barley harvest. Now, the beautiful thing you need to learn about this is that even though Boaz told her, stay with the young men, she chose rather to go alongside the women. Eh? That's wisdom. If the God likes you, or God shouldn't see you talking to the gardener and you are, you're, the gardener is patting you, it devalues you. Come on Okay, you know, I, 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 I think I'm just talking to the wrong crowd. <laughs> Do you understand what I'm saying to you? Wisdom. 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 <laughs> okay. Some of you, you'll be fired because of... You'll be, okay. Everything I say is quite somewhere. Anyway, one day Naomi said to Ruth, my daughter, it's time that I found a permanent home for you so that you will be provided permanent.
Okay. So it involves what? Movement. So you're going to pray that God will guide you to meet your divinely appointed people. Yeah. 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 Mm. A famous person narrated how he met his wife. And he said that this lady sent him a message in his DM. Some of you ever since Facebook, you have never DM anybody. Huh? <laughs> Some of you, I don't know what, what you think, how God is going to work for, I, I, I don't know. Some, some of you, somebody sends a message. Hello, beautiful. Blocked. <laughs> at least wait. At least wait. At least wait. I said at least wait. I, I mean, that's not what I'm teaching you. At least wait. Hear the person out. You see, wait at least. Wait, are you listening? At least, wait. You know, you may think the person is talking rubbish. Wait to leave this thing. You are quick to just block, 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 block. Wait. Some of you have already blocked your husband, so go and unblock them. <laughs> go and unblock them. Go and unblock them. <laughs> go and unblock them. Sunny, sunny. Go and unblock them. Pastor, <laughs> do I might teach you something bad? Yes. You just hear, oh, Murembo. They blocked. These are the people Apostle keeps talking about. Blocked. Who told you they are the ones I'm talking about? (laughs) Careful. So... You will be guided. Yes. Me, I know I'm leading you to pray this prayer. I know that some of you, your life's transformation is directly resident in someone you meet. Yes. And until you meet them, your life will be kawaida. Some of you, your, your relocation in life is connected to somebody you will meet. Yes. Hmm. So, I can't ask you to pray for money. You say, Apostle said, this year is going to be, the rest of the day is going to be. What, what, do you, what were you thinking? When I even ask you to pray for money, how would the money come? <laughs> 
through somebody. When I get money through people. I mean, I've been a pastor longer than. I'm here to pray and then I, 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 I check my bedroom and then money is coming and then I start collecting. Never happened before. Yes. But I'll be there and then God will touch somebody and God will do somebody and God will. And then people. So your greatest asset is, will be a person. I don't know if you're listening to me. Your greatest blessing will be a person. Yes. So, you want to pray that God will guide you. Yeah. One person found a wife at the drinking bar. (laughs) Two drunkards met. No, one was a backslidden Christian from our church who went to drink. And then met. (laughs) Now, anyway, let me not go to dangerous waters right now. Yeah, so we want to pray that God will guide us. Amen. Now, as he walked by the sea of Galilee. So Jesus was walking by the sea of what? Galilee. As you walk by Bunyala roundabout and you have not frowned your face, you will see Simon and Andrew. As you walk around Westlands roundabout and you have not frowned your face, you will see Simon and Andrew. <laughs> Some of you, ever since God said, let there be light, nobody has stopped a kind and say, nice young man. N- young lady. Nice young lady. Nobody ever. Because when you're walking, your face is like, I will kill anybody who talks to me. I'll just kill them now. In fact, your hand is already like this with a knife. I will just kill anybody now. As he walked by the sea, which means sometimes walk. As for this thing we are looking for, you walk. Help you, you will walk. Yes. As you as he walked by the sea of Galilee, he saw Simon and Andrew. Yes. <laughs> you will walk. Anyways, all of you are already walking. I think the only thing left for you now is have a nice demeanor. <laughs> you got a point now? Yeah. I am going where I will meet my divinely appointed people. You are going where you will meet your divinely appointed people. For the rest of the 170 days, your feet will step in places 
where your divinely appointed people are placed you will locate them as you walk you will locate them in the buses you will locate them at functions may you locate a divinely appointed person seven divinely appointed people in your life number one your divinely appointed friends in your life divinely appointed friends number two your divinely appointed pastors in your life number three your divinely appointed prophets in your life beautiful number four your divinely appointed wife or husband in your life. Number five, your divinely appointed disciples and followers in your life. Number six, your divinely appointed helpers in your life. And then seven, your divinely appointed pillars of your life. These are solid pillars for your life. So the question is, who is in your life right now? Who is in your life right now? Have you gotten the seven divinely appointed people? Number one, your divinely appointed friends in your life. Number two, your divinely appointed pastors in your life. Number three, your divinely appointed prophets in your life. Number four, your divinely appointed wife or husband in your life. Beautiful. Number five, your divinely appointed disciples and followers in your life. Number six, your divinely appointed helpers in your life. And then number seven, your divinely appointed pillars of your life. These are solid pillars for your life. Who is in your life right now? Who is in your life right now? So, before we close today, I want us to pray for our Simons and our Andrews. Amen? Andrew is the manly person in your life. The manly person in your life is Andrew. You have to pray that you will meet your Andrew or your Andrews. Andrewses. (laughs) You have to pray that you will meet Andrewses. Andrew is the manly person in your life. John 6 verse 8 and 9. John 6, 8, 9. One of his disciples... Andrew, Simon Peter's brother, said unto him, There is a lad here 
which had five barley loaves and two small fishes, but what are they among so many? So, the qualities about Andrew is that one, Andrew is a strong man. Do you understand? Two, Andrew is a man of discipline. Three, Andrew is a practical man. Practical man. These are the qualities of your divinely appointed Andrew. When Andrew come, you see that he's a strong man. Do you get it? Yes. Do I have strong men? Or I have weak men. That's how I know I have, and I have Andrew. Yeah, he's a strong man. Two, Andrew is a man of discipline. Do I have young men that are disciplined? Benson, is it discipline? Uh-huh. You get the point now. Andrew is a practical man. They don't talk theory. Uh, theory, they do. Yes, they do. They are not into theories. They are not into, you know, it is written, it is written. They just do. Practical man. <laughs> I cannot say that Titus is Andrew. For Andrew is a problem solver. You see, when I, I, I give you the, you just know whether you are an Andrew or not. Andrew is a problem solver. They needed food. Who came with a solution? Andrew. There's a lad here. He has this. Andrew is a what? A problem solver. And then Andrew introduces people to Jesus. The young men I have, do they introduce people to Jesus? Fortune. Do you introduce people to Jesus? Are you an Andrew? Oh. <laughs> the young men I have, they introduce themselves to girls. Um, excuse me, my name is Tyrus. I was the one who sang Adonai. Nice to meet you. <laughs> I sang Adonai. I hope you remember me. I sang Adonai. Pleasure meeting you, my dear. The young men I have, they introduce themselves to girls. They don't introduce people to Jesus. Excuse me, my name is Titus. <laughs> I want to introduce myself to you. Can I take a f- picture with you? It's for my status. It's for my story. My name is my name is Mandela. Can I take a picture with you? It's for my status. The young men I have they are introducing gadgets, laptops, 
phones, tablets to the world. Introduce Jesus to people. And now you see you cannot say amen. You see you can see clearly you are not Andrew. John 1, 41, 42. He first founded his own brother Simon and said unto him, We have found the Messiah, which is being interpreted the Christ. And he brought him to Jesus. And when Jesus beheld him, he said, Thou art Simon, the son of Jonah. Thou shalt be called Cephas, which is by interpretation a stone. So, you see, Andrew brought Simon, his own brother. You are in church. Your brother is smoking bangi. You left your brother with a naked girl in the house. And you have come and you are singing Adonai. Andrew sees them behave like that. Yes. Tobias has brothers. He has not introduced them to Jesus. He has come Kule. What kind of Andrew doesn't introduce their brothers to Jesus? Oh, now you, you don't want to pray. Eh? We can close. Oh, me, we can close now. We can, we can like close now. Now that you don't like, you don't want to talk about Andrew. <laughs> Do you understand? Yeah? Let me tell you something. Some of you, your siblings are being destroyed by Satan. And you are just watching. Satan is going after your sisters. Satan is going after your brothers. And you are just watching. You have not spent time praying for them. You have not made the effort to bring them to Jesus. You are just watching them. And I'm telling you that Satan, if he can't have you, he would have somebody close by you. Don't take it for granted. Let me say this to you. If you do well, if you do well as a believer and your siblings are thieves, are armed robbers, are drunkards, it goes against your faith. Or your children, it goes against your faith. Yeah. That's why you see that when people meet Jesus, one of the things they try to do is come. They tell others, come, come, come. I think you have ended the prayer meeting the way you are. <laughs> you have ended the prayer meeting. Do you understand what I'm saying to you? Satan wants to destroy your children. Satan has positioned somebody in their school who will now be a wheat supplier. Ganja supplier. Yes. A boy is going to smuggle a beer to school. 
his father's beer in a can, can beer, and tell your son, I brought this from home. Do you want to drink it? Uh huh. Satan is after people. Andrews introduces people to Jesus. Fortune, are you listening? Yes. If you don't introduce people to Jesus, they will introduce you to other things. Introduce them first. Careful. Are you here or you, you went home? So, Andrew is a strong man. I don't know what you do with this thing I'm giving you. Maybe you have to pray for an Andrew that is strong. Andrew that is a man of discipline. You get it? Andrew as a practical man. When all these things are in the quality of the people in your life, life gets better. Believe you me. Andrew is a problem solver. Amen? Yeah. There are areas where robotic head is a problem solver. Areas. Yes, you tell him, I need something. The thing doesn't exist. Then the person solves it for you. Yeah. Comes with a solution. Do you understand? Yeah. There are some areas where he is a problem solver. Yeah, but at his own pace. So I don't know if we need to include that Andrew is timely. <laughs> Andrew is on time. You get a point now? Yes. When I have problems, I call one of my Andrew. I say, Pastor Edwin, this, this, this. I, I'm looking for a problem solver. Yeah. May God give you problem solvers. Is it this thing that you, your only problem is rent? It's not true. So as I'm talking, your problem solver is the one who will come and leap a leg, leap a rent, leap a rent, leap a rent. Let's go beyond leap a rent. Do you get it? Yeah. How about you have a business? Do you get it? Yeah. You see, if you think that way, your life goes to a higher dimension. Yeah. Not leap a rent. Every time, leap a rent. Rent in Asia. I don't know what to say anyway. I'm trying to speak so highly that will not come. All right, lift up your right hand. Your seven divinely appointed people in your life. I want us to pick one and pray for. That is the pillars of your life. Do you understand? The pillars of your life. Those are solid pillars. <laughs> pillars. Pillars. I like the way it is called pillars. Like the thing is not moving away. It's just God has positioned it in your life. Yeah. 20 years, this pillar, if it's not broken, it will still be here. I don't know if you know that. Yeah. 20 years from now. You can steal the banner. It's not a pillar. You can steal the monitors and all that. Take all those things there. Then when you come, you see that the pillar is still here. Yeah. You say, hey, pillar, you are still here. So that, this is where I'm supposed to be. Yes. The pillar cannot move. That's why we need church members that are pillars. 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 Imagine this pillar tomorrow 
says, I won't come to church. Pillars are permanent. Imagine next Tuesday. Pillar says, I went for Mandamano, so I'm tired. I can't come for midweek service. Pillar, pillar is constant, constant. Mandamano is Monday, yeah? Friday. Is it? Why you pretend you don't know? Oh, Saba Saba. So it's going to be mega. Okay. Oh, this coming Friday. This coming Friday. I'll be there. I'll be there. <laughs> you see me at the forefront. I'll be there. The way things are going, it is affecting all of us. I have to go. I'll be there. (laughs) Uh, You just see me at the front there. I'll be there. (laughs) I'll be there. Don't be surprised if you see me at the forefront. I'll be there. Uh, The way things are going, we are all being affected. Let me go and catch some um, tear gas and throw it back. Uh, some canisters. Yes. Uh, you, I'll be there. This one, I have to go. I have to go and represent all of us. I'll be there. Baba will be happy to see me. You say, Pastor, you have come. You say, I've come. I'll say, Baba, it's affecting all of us. <laughs> when I finish the Saba Saba, when I open my eyes, I'll land in Accra. <laughs> and the way they like deporting people from this country. When I open my eyes, my eyes will just open in Accra. <laughs> So why am I here? So they brought you back. You're not supposed to be in Saba Saba. <laughs> hey. Alright, so I need pillars. I don't know about you. Some of you, they help you once and they disappear. Those are not pillars. You need people that are permanent. You get it? Yeah. I, I need you to find a, a prayer partner. Find a prayer partner. This last prayer we have. Find somebody. Hold somebody's hands. Yes. Find a partner. Pastor Edwin, find somebody. Tobias, go to Apa. Oh, okay. Walk like Andrew, my friend. <laughs> that is Andrew walking. Okay, all right. No, 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 like hold their hands 
pan him, yes. <laughs> Listen, from this prayer, I declare to you as a prophet that God is raising for you a mighty pillar. I don't know who, but God is raising for you a mighty pillar. Yes. He's raising for you a mighty... Before the end of this year, he's raising for you. He's connecting you to a mighty pillar. Thank you, Jesus. Lantabadeas. Ibrazuakada. Take the hands of anointed. Now you can, with a little oil that is on that particular hand, rub your second hand with it. Father, I declare by the anointing, by the stirring of the oil, by the moving of the oil, supernatural things will begin to happen in our lives from this very hour we will receive supernatural responses we'll receive supernatural answers supernatural doors supernatural opportunities by the stirring of the oil i declare this half of the year shall surpass the entire year it shall surpass it in favor. It shall surpass it in finances. I decree establishment in this last half. In the next 170 days, I decree increased finances. Abundance, I decree. In the name of Jesus, I declare, oh God, by the oil that operates and by the oil that is proven that pillars are being established established in our hearts established in our lives in the mighty name of Jesus thank you Lord that we are singing testimonies we are speaking testimonies we are rehearsing testimonies in this other half of the year in the name of Jesus today's turning point being the first day of the 170 days I declare Lord an entrance a beginning an opening of greater things in our lives in the name of Jesus I speak on this day that the rest of the year is pregnant with opportunities pregnant with our miracles pregnant with our open doors pregnant with encounters in the mighty name of Jesus I release it Lord in the name of Jesus thank you Lord thank you Holy Spirit thank you for this turnaround Thank you for this testimony that is upcoming. I receive it, Lord. We receive it, Lord. We celebrate it. We celebrate it. We celebrate it in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. 
Hallelujah. Amen. We have no doubt that you have received a blessing from the Word of God preached by Apostle Raymond Tamaklaw. Do join either of our services at Love Springs International Church Headquarters this and every Sunday at 9 a.m. Connect with Apostle Raymond Tamaklaw on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. God richly bless you and lead you in a series of victories.